0: Hello, everybody. How's it going? And welcome back to another episode of the Horsey and Fox podcast. I'm, of course, one of your hosts, James, joined by George. How's it going, like boys? Like usual. Hey. How's it going?
1: Heyo! oh.
0: It's good to be back. It's last good. episode, you right? Yeah, you're I'm right.
1: You're right there. So, OBS just said skipped frames detected 25% over the last two minutes, and I haven't even been recording fantastic. for two
0: minutes, so I don't know what it's saying. That's great. That's fantastic. That's good news. So what um, what you're saying yeah no it's good to be back last episode was obviously the the 16 spoiler cast it was a good time dedicated just to that so not a lot of time to talk about other things or catch up or anything like that kind of had so much to go over and it was still three hours it was still three Um, hours
1: and still there was listening back to it there were still things i missed out that i wanted to talk about there's so much
0: there's so much in that game but uh yeah it was a good podcast. Yeah, it's a good time. Um, I do want to start off this episode though with an apology to our audio listeners. I forgot to post that podcast on podcast services until uh this morning oh my so
1: god
0: i'm deeply sorry everybody uh um, it, it i did the thing is i did render it out like it was it's been sitting on my computer what did you do with it you just we went, did it i just left it i there. just never uploaded it <laughs> i just i just forgot Amazing. to do it um so there's that there but were people waiting with breath for i know they're probably breaks. like what the fuck <laughs> why haven't you made a podcast in two months or whatever Honestly. the fuck it was jesus um, yeah, that's true but we are, we're good, and I won't let that happen again, uh, hopefully. At least not to this episode, but, you know. It'll we'll, happen again, we'll that's see. okay. I'm sure it'll happen again one day. I will forget, but that's that's fine. It's The the thing is, right, I, I always forget to do... I mean, I don't forget, but like sometimes I do forget to do the audio ones, and I forget all the time to post the, the topics thread on Patreon, mm. because... Tyler was the one that did those bits when oh, we did, as always. Gee, that makes I sense. just, I just managed the video bit in the thumbnail. So, um, yeah, I just, it's, it's a, uh, you know, a bit of a learning curve. I That's mean, it how has it been, is. you know, over half a year at this point that we've been doing this, but you know, you know, it's uh, old habits year. die hard, I guess. They do. Um, they do indeed. Like um, but yes, we are back. We're back. Uh, got, we've got plenty to catch up on. First off on the list of things to catch up on obviously you recently have been to florence somewhere i went earlier on in the year and we've we've talked about it a bit in person but obviously it'd be nice to to catch up about on the podcast i mean you know what what was it like what was the what was the trip like overall it was
1: bloody beautiful i'm definitely gonna go back there like semi soon Mm -hmm. maybe not like too soon but it was such a wonderful city i loved it it was magical there was so much atmosphere great food happy people uh mm-hmm. you know the historical center is incredibly interesting obviously getting to see all the places from assassin's creed 2 you P-dee. know i was a happy man you know uh mm-hmm. it was good it was a good time um yeah yeah it was just brilliant we planned we planned our days like surprisingly well as well because we'd got there and we still mm-hmm. hadn't booked anything yet like in terms of like any right. of the attractions. We did that on the first night that we were there, and we did it pretty damn well. We got through pretty much everything I wanted to see, except for Monteriggioni. But um, right. but I got to see, well, I got to see Monteriggioni. To be fair, we drove past it, but ah. um, I didn't get to go inside. So I mean, that's just an excuse mm-hmm. to go back again. Um, yeah, exactly. But yeah, we saw on our first day. We sort of just had a wander around. Went to the um the piazza della signoria had a look at the statues around there and the palazzo vecchio mm-hmm. uh we went to obviously i mean as soon as we got off the train because uh, we, we landed in pisa i think you guys went to pisa uh, flew to pisa yeah, as well yeah. uh, pisa airport is yeah, fucking horrible but i'll talk about that later um <laughs> we got to pisa airport well, getting there was fine the experience at pisa airport was great getting there Got the train from there to... Well, I've got the Pisa mover from the airport to the train station. And then um, went from Pisa to Florence. And literally, we could not avoid walking past the Duomo. So, that was the first thing that I saw when we were there, really. Yeah um it was the duomo because we had to walk like past it to get to our accommodation and that shit was yeah, so that was surreal the, that was the same yeah it yeah, was the same for me yeah. i just
0: like we just we came around the corner it was just right there yeah. i was like what the fuck <laughs> i didn't expect that to just be there yeah. it it as well blew
1: my mind the shit was insane yeah. i had to like put my suitcase down and i'd be like leave a picture of this i need mm-hmm. to sit here and look at it for a little bit um yeah Yes, yeah, so we 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 sort of just wandered about the city on the first day. Didn't really do anything too much. We, when I got some pizza like for dinner, which was so good, and I had some really good wine, which was like I don't even remember what it was called. Ah, oh, I might have a picture of it somewhere. The picture of the bottle actually, I believe I do. Let me grab that shit nice. real quick. Bottle. It was Chianti, and. Mm-hmm. I had like a specific name on the menu, but at least I have a picture of the bottle. Let me show it to the camera. Oh, the exposure is too high. You can't really see it.
0: <laughs> I could try and insert it on the edit if you send it on Discord. I could send if it I, I remember.
1: Uh, yeah, so. it's wonderful red wine, Chianti Fattoria Palazzu- Palazzuolo. I don't know where that is, or if that's meant to be a yeah. place or the place that it was made or what. But that's what it says on the front of the bottle, and it was so good nice yeah, it was so good i got really drunk yeah.
0: and then yeah i did. <laughs> yeah i don't think i don't think i had a bad wine while i was no. there it was all of it was just great you can't really go wrong to be honest it was just tasty and i'd always drink mm-hmm. the whole bottle <laughs> like because my
1: mate he prefers beer like he's not too huge of a fan of um like wine like he likes it but he's not like too crazy on it so he'd normally mm-hmm. order a beer and i'd be stuck with this whole bottle and i'm like well <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to drink it. Uh, and then we'd always yeah. just... Uh, you know, coming out of the restaurant, and I'm like, I'm so drunk. But it would always be so satisfying. Because, <laughs> like, you have a lovely, delicious, yeah. big meal, and your belly's all full, mm-hmm. and then you get a little bit drunk off the wine. You're just walking around the city, and it's just yeah such a good fucking vibe. The weather yeah, was amazing drink. when we were there. I don't know how it was for you guys in April. Uh, was it good? It was decent.
0: Yeah, it was fine. It was decent. There were, there were some days it was, it was a little cold, when yeah. we were, like, standing... We stood in line to get into the Duomo mm. and it was it was super cold that day. Yeah, but every other day it was like it was like decently a good warm. spring like weather. it
1: was April, wasn't it? So yeah, 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 it was like, like a sometimes spring chill. I had to
0: Yeah, like some at some points I had to wear a jacket like just to you know Just to, just a bit but at other times, like most days I'd end up just taking it off and just yeah, Carrying yeah. it around because it was warm enough that you could just kind of wear a t-shirt. So. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was alright It was so fucking hot
1: because well, obviously yeah. we went in end of July, yeah, it makes like sense. it was. You know, July was the hottest. Well, July is now the hottest month recorded in Earth's history. This July that's, that's just gone wild. by, wild, like globally. Um, but yeah, it was super fucking hot. Um, to the point mm. where I wish I would have brought like sandals or something because it was so hot. Um, right. We had to like yeah. when we were walking from place to place, we would have to walk on the side of the road that has shade on it because it was just too hot to sit and stand in the sun for too long
0: fuck what temperature was it it was like, like most 35
1: days. most days like around about fucking hell yeah it was really That's hot mental. and like the hot. cathedrals obviously are not air conditioned the museums are not air conditioned so it's like mm-hmm. yeah i was debating when it getting one of those fans <laughs> and like yeah. bringing that around <laughs> but i had a pamphlet and that worked just fine um yeah oh my god that is hot though yeah it was incredibly hot Uh, but it was nice to be able to walk around in shorts and t-shirt and not have any worry at all about having to wear anything else Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah, first day when I got a meal, second day we did the Palazzo Pitti and the Mm -hmm. Boboli Gardens and the Mm -hmm. Giardino Bardini uh, which is I liked it there yeah. That was nice. It was nice. I, although I think when did you when you guys went to the Bardini Gardens, did you were there the you know the tunnel with the purple flowers? Were they were they purple? Yes. So that I see yeah. their, we worked out of their spring flowers. They're only right. purple during spring. Because we, we literally were so excited to see this purple tunnel of flowers and we got there <laughs> and they were all dead and they were all on the oh, floor. No. And we were like, fuck, that's like the one fucking <laughs> part of this little park that's like, you know, the coolest thing to see obviously you've got like the nice view of the city and stuff but like Mm -hmm. everything else in the Bardini Gardens is pretty like I mean because we've done the Boboli Gardens before doing the Bardini Gardens so it was like and that's way bigger yeah like super Mm -hmm. underwhelming and I was like but the purple flowers will redeem it it was like they're not even there (laughs) like we saw them dead on the floor like they were refused attached to the to the plant still and we were like damn I guess they're you know only in season during spring which is fine because the oh, garden okay. was still nice too but um, um palazzo pitti was very cool loads of cool mm-hmm. ceiling paintings you guys went there right yeah yeah we did. yeah very cool <laughs> yeah um, it's nice uh and there was like a nice little bit you could sit and like um there's like a cafe there i suppose and we went and sat there for like a good yeah. hour in between mm-hmm. like going to the the palace and having a look around there and then going to the gardens we sat at this little cafe and just smoked cigarettes for an hour which was great yeah
0: i think we sat there too yeah mm. before going to the gardens you kind of
1: have to you know it hurts being on your feet all day
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that's true
1: um but yeah it was beautiful although we no i'm thinking of the Uffizi gallery actually never mind i'll talk about that in a second um yeah. but yeah we did that cool ceiling paintings i got so many pictures of all that stuff uh mm-hmm. and then we went to the gardens which was really cool as well like it's so big the gardens are so big that you can walk for 20 minutes and still be in the gardens which is fucking mental um yeah, it's, wild. it's like not even it's more of a park than it is a garden it's like a it's like a nature yeah. reserve almost um mm, it's, it's big yeah it's huge so statues everywhere and like benches and little winding paths and it was and, so like, fucking cool i felt like i was in the garden yeah. of eden or some shit <laughs> um, Eden. Oh, hey. <laughs> what even is that reference to? The, the Bible? <laughs> Assassin's Creed. <Christ. laughs> no! no. <laughs> do you think Christians uh, do that when you mention something offhand about the, about the Bible and they're like, ah, that's a reference <laughs> that's to that fucking verse in the Bible? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Soyjacking <laughs> at, the, at the Bible references. Honestly, average
1: Christian average groomer <laughs> um, oh, that sounds boy. like groomer oh god um, <laughs> fuck uh, yeah so we did that gardens we had a very garden based day on our second day uh, because we mm. also checked out the gardens because we were staying where we were staying was a former uh, 17th century or 16th century palace which was pretty yeah. fucking cool um, yeah, from cool. the street side it doesn't look like a palace it just looks like like normal terraces I guess mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> but when you go through the garden entrance which would have been the original entrance to the palace uh, you get to see the whole like Italian garden area which is beautiful there's like statues in there as well and stuff and a fountain directly in the centre and benches um, and then walking up to the actual building itself you can see the crest of the family that originally owned it and there's cool. like statues on the building and then towards like the right of the garden there's like the, the servants quarters and stuff with more statues on it it was so cool um, that, that was where great. we were staying yeah. which was great it was very mm-hmm. cool to have just access to that garden although we only went there once to be fair because it's like what do you do there just like sit there for a bit and then go oh, that's nice yeah. and then leave again well, I suppose it's, an, it's a nice vibe <laughs> yeah it know? was cool to have the option to go there if we wanted to um, mm-hmm. second day I'm gonna have to look through my pictures because it's hard for me to recollect this. Yeah, that's uh, second day we went to. Oh no, that, that was the second day that I was just talking about. My bad. Third yeah, day, no, yeah, that was
0: this. Literally was. Yeah, I knew that too. I
1: kn- yeah, yeah. I knew well, oh, know. that was the night I also got the steak the filet mignon which was delicious Ah oh, right yeah yeah. of like roast potatoes and roast tomatoes and a bit of spinach oh it mm-hmm. was so good it was so delicious um yeah and then oh that night as well when we left the restaurant we were walking back to our accommodation and we you know how there's lots of buskers in florence yeah and there was this dude i'll show the picture of him oh you can't see him again because the exposure that's fucked <laughs> there you go you can, you can see him when I tilt it backwards there you go his name Fantastic. was Alfio Grecio Grish, Grish, and he was sick he was playing like Pink Floyd nice when guy. we walked through and of course That's I was fine. drunk and he was playing Wish You Were Here by Pink Floyd and I was like we have to stay and listen to him and he just played <laughs> loads of bangers like back to back bangers um, which was great nice. it's like some fucking Duh Clearwater Revival and pink floyd and uh fucking guns N' roses i think as well it was great uh nice so yeah second uh third day we did the uffizi gallery the academia mm-hmm. gallery and that was it i believe i swear there's one mm-hmm. more thing we did on that day did we i don't know i can't remember yeah i believe it was just those two actually uh oh we went to the markets as well on that day so we went to the uffizi gallery first uh had a look at all the statues there, which was really cool. to see, like, Marcus Aurelius and Julius Caesar and mm-hmm. uh, Titus and all the other emperors and all the statues of the um, uh, Roman gods. And learning yeah. a bit about them, too, how, like, certain statues were... Um, they were interpreted by the Italians because they were from the Roman era and they were interpreted and repaired by the italians during the renaissance but sometimes they would get it wrong and they would say oh it's this dude and then histori- modern historians would look back and be like actually no that's wrong it was they they repaired it wrong and they re- repaired it with the wrong head on it or something like that uh, which is pretty cool um yeah that is quite cool so we went to the Uffizi gallery which is very cool and then we went to the markets and got a sandwich and the sandwiches mm-hmm. are so good and just like did you go to the market uh, market markets <laughs> no in we did we were- no, we
0: were going to, but we just—I don't know because we were there for longer, so I don't really know how we're there you for, did. It like, we fucking did it, ten but... days, however long you were there. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why we didn't. I don't remember. I guess we just the way we the way we planned our days just ended yeah. up being different. I think you like managed like squeezed a lot into it every day, whereas we yeah. we took it a bit more chilled and then just ended mm-hmm. up not running out of time. I guess and that's
1: how it is. I mean, it's yeah, it's it's nice there. We bought some like fresh fruit and like a sandwich and like some drinks and mm-hmm. stuff, like some lemon soda. And it was a nice vibe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's not like a it's not like a must see. It was very cool atmosphere though. Like walking through, because we walked through like one of the more modernised ones that has a food court at the top, uh, which is where we got our sandwiches oh, yeah, from. Yeah. But we also walked through one of the like sort of older ones that is like very cram packed in, and there's like lots of bustle and stuff, which was pretty cool.
0: You were um, walking through the crowd. I felt like say. a blade in the crowd. I did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't uh, have a blade. I had a vape. Thankfully, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's better, safer. Yeah, exactly, you know. it is. Uh, and then, of course, after the market, we went to the uh, Academia Gallery, which has the statue of David, which was very cool to see mm. in person. Yeah,
0: that is very cool. Just
1: knowing that Michelangelo's hands touched that and crafted it. I know. It was just cool to see. yeah yeah, it was crazy Um, lots of statues in there I will say the Uffizi Gallery is better than the Academia Gallery I think Um, yeah I think I
0: probably agree
1: probably because there was more statues in the Uffizi Gallery and I think I like the statues more than the paintings the paintings are very cool Don't get me wrong, Mm -hmm. but there's only so many times I can see a different interpretation of Jesus on the cross before it's like, "Ah, (laughs) yeah,
0: there's a lot, there's a lot of those. There is like so many. (laughs) That's to be expected. I
1: mean, you know, religious art—that's what's to be expected
0: from it. Uh, And there were some really cool ones. Which was the, the gallery that had the uh, the Da Vinci paintings in? That, that was, was cool Uffizi. That was Uffizi. There was yeah, a whole like, that, that room was dedicated cool. to Da Vinci. Yeah, it Because was I remember, Because cool. I remember, because they were in, like, the Da Vinci disappearance, that's, like, oh, there was at yeah. least one or two. That are the ones that have, like, the, the secrets hidden in them yeah. that you have to do with Salai, and I was like, ah, I'm going to scan that with Eagle Vision. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true to be cool. fair.
1: I did recognise a couple of them, and I was like, that's... that's... <clears throat> well one of them i think i recognized um which was cool oh there was the one of uh uh angel gabriel appearing to mary is that from assassin's creed i don't know if it is but there's a very nice it was a very nice painting anyway it was very cool um i don't know why mary's in italy um yeah, no. it's <laughs> yeah it's like in italian canon of catholicism it took place in italy um, yeah so yeah, yeah we did all that when i had some pasta for dinner which was so good i had carbonara which is like egg and pork jowl sauce a mm-hmm. bit of parmesan on top of that it was so good yeah. it looked like such a small amount but that shit was so filling it was, i like was struggling to finish it i was like fucking hell yeah um that was so delicious had some wine with that of course I mean like literally most days in the evening I was drunk when we were there because I was (laughs) like why
0: not order a bottle of wine and just have the whole thing I am on fucking honor. no I definitely I I had I had a I had a a glass of wine every night I definitely would have ordered a bottle but I think Elf would have been really pissed off with me every night I got drunk a whole (laughs) bottle of wine like I I just think she would have been so unhappy (laughs) why does she not drink Um, does she not drink and get drunk too um Elva doesn't drink much. No, she's, she's Irish. also not like yeah, it's, yeah, it's super weird. I don't know why. <laughs> <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> she's also not like big on wine as well. So like, she wouldn't Fair even plain. share a bottle with me. No. Um, no. so like, I def, I probably would, I probably would have, yeah. but I do think she would have been like annoyed that she was like not drunk at all. <laughs> And I was just drunk. <laughs> I think she would. I think she would have been annoyed. Why right? would that know, be annoying? Maybe she wouldn't. I think she. She probably would have been more annoyed that I was spending lots of money on a bottle of wine. Oh, every night. okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, but you're on holiday. You got to spend know, money, about money when you're on holiday. I know. I know. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, wrong. maybe I'm joking wrong. Maybe I just. <laughs> maybe I just thought that. Maybe I just thought she'd be annoyed, and she actually wouldn't have been annoyed yeah, at all. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah next time I'll test look,
1: it. Next time I'll come with you, <laughs> and we can share a bottle of wine right? yes <laughs> fantastic that's what I need that's actually what I need yeah, man. <laughs> uh, and then we went uh, after dinner we got some gelato and we, I had strawberry mm-hmm. uh, it was so good it's not like strawberry yeah. fucking ice cream you got over here that's shit. Well, it's not shit I do like strawberry ice cream still but it's got that fake <laughs> strawberry taste whereas this just tasted like mm. frozen strawberries oh god it was so fucking good yeah it's very oh, it amazing So that was the third day i believe something like that one of the days and then the next day was the big day where we did our tour um from florence to siena to san gimignano oh, yeah, yeah. and to pisa with some wine tasting in between uh siena and san gimignano uh, so we had to wake up super early like six o'clock in the morning or something like that uh hmm get to the train station because that's where we were meeting our guide at like it was like seven forty-five. yeah so it was early Super early it was very early um and when we were in the line waiting for the bus did you ever encounter like these beggars that like will like hunch over and like make themselves look all vulnerable and stuff and like hold out like a cup and be and like just like almost become hysterical like
0: crying I don't think I encountered any of those. It was no. fucking mental. I have I have heard I have heard some yeah, some things. That's it was mental. Mental. I just
1: turned around and didn't pay any attention to him, and they didn't bother me. But like, it was just crazy. Like this woman, just like hunched over, just going, <gasps> <laughs> just God. like holding out this this cup, and I was like, bruh, at least fucking perform for me if you get if you want some money, like <laughs> fucking English, Earth right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was, it was it was weird. But we went to Siena first. Mm-hmm. Uh, beautiful little town or city, I suppose. It is a city, isn't it? Um, it is a city, beautiful yeah. place. I like the whole um, the El Campo, or whatever it's called, the horse race that takes place yearly in Siena.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, I, I don't know. If, I'm sure your guide mentioned it when you were there as well. Um,
0: we went unguided. You went so unguided. We just, yeah, because we were basically when I was looking for once I read there? reviews. And people said, well, it was it was like we went with the tour, but we didn't go around Siena with the tour guide. We just like went off and okay, okay. met them back at the bus. But yep. it was because when I was reading reviews, people were like, like, oh yeah, it was fine. And it was like decently interesting, but mm-hmm. it was a bit like so, it was a bit too basic. And so we thought, okay. ah, it's we'll just we'll just like go off and just call have a bit of an explore. Maybe yeah. you know go to some shops, you know see the see the see the places, and then head back sort of thing. Yeah, that um, makes sense. That was what we were going to do like, originally.
1: You know. um, but mm-hmm. we found this tour like on TripAdvisor or something and I had like thirteen thousand five star reviews and everyone was like, This is fucking great. If you wanna see Tuscany in like or like the most <clears throat> significant place in Tuscany in one day, definitely do it. And obviously we didn't have extra days to spare for individual visits to Siena and Pisa, yeah. so we were like, let's just fucking do it. Um mm-hmm. it was super good, like not only did we get a guided like walk of like areas of the city, um, like a woman who lives there but we also Mm. got like an hour or so to just walk around on our own uh, so long as we got back to the meeting location within the time frame um Mm. it was really cool like the 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 horse race they hold yearly for the seven because sienna's split up into 17 different districts all that have an animal uh, assigned to Mm. them um and there's a horse race that they have yearly where i think 10 of the 17 neighborhoods compete in this seventy-six second horse race, in which tens of you know the you know the piazza in the centre of Siena with the mm-hmm. where the multiplayer map is set, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. they Classic. cram like thousands of people into that square to watch this horse race, and like people like rent out their balconies and stuff so people can like watch it it's from mental. up high, and like the people proper get into it. Like this is like. <laughs> incredibly important to them. Like if they're 'cause if if their um neighborhood wins, they'll be celebrating for that entire year until the next race. So it's just right, an excuse yeah. to like get drunk and you know have a have good times with you know uh family and friends and stuff. And like I guess yeah. they're really passionate about it, which is pretty cool. But like they prepare yeah. for the entire year and the race lasts seventy six seconds and like people like cry over it when they lose and stuff and they'll like just be super upset and down about it and like uh, yeah. it's, it's just really interesting and what's funny <laughs> is the horse that wins gets brought into the, the cathedral and like fucking baptised or some metal shit like
0: <laughs> they're like have a ceremony <laughs> for the
1: horse that wins yeah it's oh fucking insane God. also an interesting fact is like if the jockey falls off cause there's a particularly sharp corner where lots of jockeys fall off but if the mm-hmm. jockey falls off and the horse continues on to win the horse still wins which is pretty cool because it's like you that know cool yeah um the horses aren't picked by any individual it's like a raffle so if you mm-hmm. get a horse that's not one of the favored ones you just have to deal with it because it's like it's meant to represent like the lottery of life and how you sort of just have to play with what you're you given basically um mm-hmm. So that was super cool to learn about, and um, each yeah, neighborhood has—you can tell which neighborhood you're in based on the street lamps because they'll all have different designs on them that represent like the different places. We only got to walk through three neighborhoods, so I think we saw the ha- the caterpillar, the porcupine, and the rhino neighborhoods. But it was just super cool that mm-hmm. you know when you're passing into a new neighborhood because they have different things on the the lamp posts or like adorned on the walls and stuff of buildings. Like there were flags. In the Rhino neighborhood, whereas there was, like, little colored street lamps in the Caterpillar neighborhood and stuff, which is pretty cool. That's cool. (coughs) Uh, Went to the cathedral that is in Siena as well. I got to go inside with the the tour guide as well, which is pretty cool. Um, Mm -hmm. Very beautiful in there. It's got the same uh, use of, like, white... Stone mm-hmm. as the Duomo in Florence as well, um, which was interestingly mm-hmm. taken from Asia <clears throat> that that method of building well that color scheme uh, the the architects mm-hmm. that built these cathedrals quite because Italy was almost like a bridge between Europe and Asia <clears throat> um, mm-hmm. I suppose Turkey is like Constantinople was but Italy was like the place where lots of cultures would sort of Mingle into one where lots of people from Europe and Africa and Asia would come to Italy, and so a lot of the people that built these cathedrals took inspiration from like mosques and stuff, and that's why there's lots of uh, like black and white stone used in in their cathedrals, yeah. which I thought was pretty cool. <coughs> but yeah. Um, so yeah, we did that. Walked about in there for a bit, uh, and then we were basically done in Siena by that point. Did the wine tasting. Mm. which I became very drunk at midday. <laughs> it was like 1 p.m. How
0: much wine did you have?
1: Well, they gave us entire bottles to, like, share. We, we would be sitting on these long really? tables because oh we were also eating food as well, like, pasta, like, organic yeah. pasta they'd given us and, like, you know, like, cheese <clears throat> and, like, meats and stuff, like cold-cut meats and stuff, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we were sitting on these long tables um and just we were sat next to strangers just like me and my mate were facing each other there were strangers to my left strangers to my right and we all just sort of sat along these long tables and they would basically just say okay you guys from you to here you can have this bottle between you they just put the bottle on the table and you just pour as much wine as you want and you know make sure everyone gets some um so uh yeah Uh, most people that we were with sort of in our group i suppose would have like a glass so like a bit and then i'd go oh, can i can have a little bit Can I have a little bit more and they'd be like yeah fine i mean i'm not having much anyway so you, you may as well have it um <laughs> so yeah i ended up getting very drunk on that um which was didn't expect to happen but it was great uh, we were sitting next right. to these two americans uh which mm-hmm. i think i told you about the other day uh well we sit on our left were two americans and on our left were two women from uh, new delhi um mm-hmm. who had traveled like an insane distance to come to come to italy uh and yeah. we were talking to the americans and stuff about like you know all sorts of shit like gun laws and fucking knife crime and uh it turns out that one of them is from philadelphia uh, no pennsylvania mm-hmm. sorry and mm-hmm. um my friend last year had been to pennsylvania and this guy was like oh where, sure. where did you visit and um he was like oh this place i don't remember what the name was called and the dude was like oh coincidentally i live like 15 minutes down the road from there which That's was it. which was wild um and they it's were like why did you happens. go to this like tiny place in pennsylvania because it's very rural it's like you know <laughs> lots yeah. of small settlements and they were like why the fuck did you go there and he was like just wanted to check out the breweries and stuff because they have lots of breweries out there uh in the in the country mm. that you can just go to and like try their beer or whatnot um right yeah but yeah that was cool uh and then basically for the rest of the tour those two americans were sort of like our mates that we'd like sort of bump <laughs> into every now and then um <clears throat> so that was fun with the wines we had we had like one white two reds and like a dessert wine that you dip biscuit into which was weird but it was it tasted like fucking whiskey like yeah it was a weird wine. Um, and it looked like whiskey as well it was like sort of brown and see-through opposed to being like you know a red or a white it was like it was super fucking strong I can't taste it now even thinking about it um <laughs> yeah i drank that i drank all the wine i could and like when we were done eating there was this old australian man like two seats away from me to my right and he was like i've ordered another bottle <laughs> i need a partner <laughs> mate <laughs> and i was like i poured myself a big glass of wine out of his bo- out of the bottle that he'd ordered um and that was great yeah, was... and then i took it outside and we sort of well the the vineyard that we were at uh, there was like sort of like a bit of decking outside and people were sitting there by that point as well, sort of just drinking and, and chilling. And you could just see Sanji Mignano on the hill in the distance. And I was just like, this moment is oh, so man. great. It was so, and like yeah. the sun was beating down. It was beautiful. It was so fucking mm. nice. Um, yeah. It's good vibes. It was great. Uh, and then after that, uh, we went, we got back on the coach and then we went to Sanji Mignano, which was mm. wonderful. It was so cool to see in person the towers that little chapel where yeah, you, where you uh, tail Jacopo de Pazzi from Jacopo, yeah 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 cuz
0: <laughs> that's like the part of like italy that was the most similar to the game yeah, where it i'm insane. like this actually looks identical <laughs> it was to wild. it and like that it little felt well so weird. the well on the yeah that the well <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah yeah it was fucking mental yeah. oh god it was it's like great. perfect recreation of san gimignano in uh, assassin's mm-hmm. creed 2 um but yeah. yeah, it was beautiful to walk around. Went up to the went up to the top of the uh, the t- tallest tower in San Gimignano too. Uh, we we were mm. trying to look for where you got tickets for this tower or how you entered it, and we accidentally walked into this place we shouldn't shouldn't have been in. Um, we we like walked in. There was like these dudes like practicing like 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 a band or something like that, and like. We were just like sort of looking around and they sort of walked down and they were like, What are you guys doing here? And we were like, I don't know And he was like, <laughs> Oh, that's okay <laughs> oh Luckily my. he spoke English, so I mean, you know, we could communicate yeah. to him that we were lost and had no idea where we were going. Um yeah. eventually found our way up there. Fucking gorgeous views of Tuscany, like the hills stretching as far as the eye can see. It was fucking insane. Felt oh, like it was really- a viewpoint. Um, and we were up there and there were lots of people coming up but not a lot of people coming down so uh, we were like 15 minutes away from having to get back to the coach and we were like fuck we need to get back there otherwise they're gonna leave us Um, yeah and they were just they just kept coming up and not letting people down and like finally as soon as we were able to be let down we had like 10 minutes left before we had to be back to the coach um so we had to like we knew that the southern gate was where we had to go to to get out because mm-hmm. that's just where it was that's where the fast travel station is <laughs> um and Classic. like because when we were both coming into the city the the town we were both quite drunk, so it was like we were like where 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 the fuck did we come from <laughs> and we were like had didn't had limited time left, and like yeah, we no. we were like, oh fuck how are we gonna get back but then we, we we used a conjunction of google maps and the map that the guide gave us to get back to the coach and it was okay anyway because by the time we got back we everyone was still waiting for one last woman anyway that was like on her own so we waited for her Aww. and she managed to get back and then we went to Pisa Pisa mm-hmm. which was great it was cool yeah no it was it wasn't I wouldn't say it's as cool as the first two because are a lot more the city's a lot more historical like Pisa is a little bit more modern uh and yeah. we only went there to go to the Piazza del Duomo anyway which is where the leaning tower of Pisa is and the mm. two sort of religious buildings next to it I think one of them's a cathedral I don't know what the other one is um yeah. but we got to go up the leaning tower of Pisa which was really cool um very cool building uh, strangely enough I think Hitler wanted to blow it up during World War 2 oh no and like the why? only reason because he's a fucking fucker and I think the yeah, only true. reason is, why did I ask why <laughs> yeah. like he had a good reason for doing the other things <laughs> yeah, that he did he just wanted to erase culture because he was a fucker um yeah but the the reason it didn't happen is because the the dude that he asked to do it was like nah I don't want to do that like the general oh, that he said to the, he said do it. he was like I don't feel like doing that so he didn't do it um That's good. Which is nice to see, yeah, for sure. Um, Got to go up it, had a nice view of the adjacent cathedrals and whatnot, and the city, of course, and the mountains. I mean, it's a very... Mm -hmm. There are lots of mountains near Pisa. Specifically, I think it's like a a white... There's lots of quarries on it, because there's like white rock up to the peak Mm -hmm. of the mountain that they like to use um and or they use it in makeup products and stuff nice. uh like for powder i guess i don't really know and my hmm. tour guide was basically just yeah. like so if you want the mountains to remain looking cool don't buy makeup products that include this i think it's like white marble or something like that um interesting but yeah Well,
0: i won't i, ma- I won't i definitely but yeah would i won't be
1: doing that either <laughs> um yeah
0: i'll make sure not to
1: So that's pisa we did pisa got back home i think that night we were both so tired we just got a mcdonald's or something like that because there was Mm -hmm. one that was like super close to where we were where we were staying so we could just walk around the corner and there was a mcdonald's there so easy we
0: did visit a mcdonald's you kind of have to yeah you kind of have to like we're very loyal to mcdonald's yeah i feel like part of visiting another country is like i wonder what their mcdonald's is like yeah so like do they because have any unique items they're all different on the and menu. they do they do have weird interesting things in in, in it they it's do it's a bit more similar i think to the uk but yeah it is it is it is they, they well, it's like, like when like i was like in fucking things.
1: tenerife they had mcbites yeah that's so you mental. have to whenever you check you have to see you know you have to go to mcdonald's yeah. To see if they have got McBites, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I was so fu- It was like when I took a bite out of them. It was like that scene in Ratatouille when the dude fucking. Oh. <laughs> like it's like really... childhood. Yeah. yeah. and you're like, That's oh my I god, like... I can't believe this. It's insane. Yeah. But oh, yeah, you do, you do. You do have to look. You look, mate. Go fucking go to Tenerife because they guaranteed have them there. Just for the McBites. <laughs> Just for the McBites, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um That was so good. But yeah. uh, there was something on the McDonald's menu called the, the My Menu Chicken Creation, which was just a funny name. <laughs> Chicken Creation. I don't know what that even That's means. Mental. Uh, I always liked the translated, or like half-translated names and stuff, because when, when we were in Tenerife, there was one called, like, the, the, oh, it was called, like, the Intense, Intense Cheese, m- muck Cheese, or so. It was, it was it a fucking <laughs> mental name. It was, like, Intense and intense in the name. <laughs> I don't know why it was intense, but shit was crazy. Um, oh man! So yeah, that was that day, and then this was our last full day, which was Friday. We went <clears throat> to, we went up Giotto's Bell Tower, mm-hmm. uh, got a lovely view of the Duomo and the rest of the city, uh, mm-hmm. and then after that, I think we came back down before going into the Duomo. Uh, and we went to Atlantico Vinayo, the sandwich shop, Yeah, which was, was delicious. Let me see if I can show this picture of the sandwich. You can sort of see it if I tilt it up that way. It was mm-hmm. lovely. It was uh, the Italiano Let- or something like that was the name of the sandwich. It was just like mm-hmm. ham and cheese and tomato and basil, which was lovely. Yeah. Oh, that was so, so good, good.
0: It's oh, so man. good. Fucking hell! The I just missed the sandwiches over there, man. Yeah, they're so good. They're insanely good. It's ridiculous. It's the sandwiches I
1: have for lunch at work, they just don't. They just don't hit. Ugh, they're just ah, oh, god, i was fiending for an Italian sandwich. Uh, but yeah, after <laughs> we ate food, we then went inside the Duomo, the Santa Maria del Fiore. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a look around in there. Gorgeous! It's got the big old ceiling with the painting on it and the in the dome, which was fucking insane to look at. Like the pictures on my phone just don't do it justice because mm-hmm. of the scale of it. You can't really get a sense of scale of it. Um, but yeah, it was lovely in there. And underneath the Duomo as well. I don't know if you did. You do the Santa Reparata? Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was very cool too, with the uh, yeah, the Roman cool. ruins and stuff. But also, it's like four mm. different eras of like history. Uh, yeah, in there so you have roma and then you have romanesque and whatever the other ones are um i don't remember what they were called but it was very cool to see like i got to touch bricks that were laid by the romans yeah, like what crazy. what yeah. Shit was insane um it's very cool then after that we went to the basilica di santa croce and i think that was the last place we went to actually Mm-hmm. I believe. Oh no! Wait, no, it wasn't the last place we went to, but it might as well have fucking been. Um, so yeah, it was great in there. Really cool. Uh, again, just nice to like sit mm-hmm. and take the atmosphere, look at the you know the art. Has the uh, has Michelangelo's crypt in there as well, and Dante's. Uh, yeah, which was cool. They were both like right next to each other. Um, mm-hmm. So that was cool. <laughs> And then the last place we went to on on this day was the baptistry of St John, and unfortunately right. there was construction inside, so we couldn't see the ceiling. So it was oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking rough. Because like we'd all like this the ceiling of the St John's baptistry is the most impressive part of it. Like that's the point mm. of going there. You know, the the you know, it is cool inside there, it's got cool statues and stuff, but like we'd seen enough statues and we'd seen enough inside of enough cathedrals and minor basilicas to sort of like just seeing the architecture was like we've been desensitized to it, so I was like super excited for the ceiling. And yeah, they didn't have the ceiling, but they did have a big scaffold there and like a net with a picture of the ceiling on it. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah we were in there for all of about five oh, minutes
1: rough. and then we were like okay that's yeah that's the last place we visited like the last historical yeah. building we visited in florence and it was wow. shite. but yeah it was okay oh that's rough yeah and then our last day we basically like we spent a good amount of time sitting around like because we'd pretty much done most of the stuff we wanted to but we didn't have enough time to say get a coach to Monteriggioni on our last day and then come yeah. back so we just had to sort of walk around florence so we did like a victory lap of the city but like we went across the ponte vecchio one last time went to the piazza mm-hmm. della signoria past the duomo sort of had a look at all the last stuff um <clears throat> one last time before leaving and then yeah we got got the train to pisa oh fucking hell the train was fucked because uh two of the trains uh like that were meant to be earlier in the day were cancelled so everybody from those trains were on our train Oof. and it was horrible so that means that like it was meant to be like a one hour journey but ended up being like two hours because the train was stopping at every single station on the way to Pisa yeah
0: we, we um, also fucked up our train journey to Pisa yeah yeah like i don't know what we did wrong like we were trying to find the right thing like it seemed like definitely right like this time on this platform we're like okay that's the one like yep. an hour's train journey to pisa yeah we ended up somehow getting a train that took two and a half hours Fuck. and i just i don't fucking know how i have luckily we managed to get seats like yeah in yeah. the first like 15 minutes of the journey like there were some seats available we quickly hopped in and then we were we were good for the the you know the rest of the trip but yeah. like if we had it, we'd just been standing there for two and a half hours with suitcases and yeah, shit, too. Yeah, we had our like,
1: suitcases with us, too. But we, we, luckily, we weren't standing either, because there was these two guys. Like, We were walking through, and there was like, these couple of American girls, and we were like, oh, can we sit here? Like, It's super crowded on this train. And they were like, um, our friends got lost, so uh, they're meant to be here. And we were just like, oh, fair enough. Like, I'm not going to beg you for your seat. Like, You clearly don't want us to sit next <laughs> to you, so that's fine and these two like i don't know where they were from didn't speak english and we said to them like our seat can we sit here and they were like yes 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 seat 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 (laughs) they were loving it so we just sat there yeah um and so we luckily we got a seat like super early on um yeah yeah but it was just fucking not fun anyway It was such a long fucking train it was at that yeah. point where you just sort of like, we're going home. I want to just be home in England now. Um, but that wasn't yeah, even the yeah. fucking the start of it. That wasn't even oh, the start no, of it because we got oh, to no. Pisa fucking airport, and fuck me, the flight lounge was fucked. It was packed to the brim. Like it was stressful even standing in there of how many people were there and how fucking hot it was because of all the people in there. And sure. we were like, okay, uh, so we got th- we got to Pisa airport at like seven. Our flight wasn't until mm. 10 <laughs> so we had Is this p.m. three hours yeah yeah, yes uh, yeah p.m. right so we had like three hours to kill us we were like okay let's get some food while we're here we might as well <laughs> like, we may as well get some food what the fuck else are we gonna do there was this sandwich mm. shop like normally airports in england and stuff you got like a burger king you can go to and stuff it's you it, will it always guaranteed some sort of fast food spot where you can where you can grab something
0: mm. and there was none of that uh, in the flight lounge, which yeah. obviously
1: you know because you've been to Pisa Airport. Um, I have, yeah.
0: There's like, there's like, uh, there's like a little, there's a little like cafe thing. We grabbed yeah. a sandwich there.
1: Yeah, we got a sandwich from 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 the sandwich place. Uh, yeah. But I don't know if it was as busy. Uh, no, when you it, definitely, guys it was there. it was
0: not that busy. There was a ton. Of, we our flight was also early in the morning. Ah, oh, I see. That probably would have been um, way better. And we 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 like we didn't have. It was really not stressful at all because we. We'd stayed overnight in Pisa, at a hotel. Ah, and I see that makes sense. So in the morning yeah. we just we just got a got a taxi, Saunter got right to over. the airport. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It wasn't busy. Grabbed a sandwich, sat down, then went went to our flight. Yeah, it was no, it was, no, it was e- very easy.
1: Even when we were trying to get our fucking sandwich, there were people pushing in the line, because like there wasn't really no. like a like you know a a set line. It was like people were just yeah lining back towards duty free so it was sort of just like you had to just pick a spot in the line and like just sit there and stand there and there were people like trying to get past you and like walk through the line and stuff to like get to like there where the gates were it mm. was horrible and then we got to like sort of the shop front the line finally reached there and then people were pushing in and we were like fuck's sake what are there? people fucking God. pushing in the line and shit but we finally got our sandwiches and like I had to eat mine standing up because there were no seats left Uh, and that was fun and I had to sit on my suitcase for an additional like two hours um, because there were no seats left and then our flight got delayed by an hour and ten minutes oh so that was fun uh that was great we got to the gate finally and then the gate was delayed and then we got through the gate and they wouldn't let us on the plane because that was delayed oh no (laughs) So yeah, by the that time we got on the plane, breeze. I was like, I don't even care about going home. I just want to fucking get back to England. Yeah, um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, and then we got back to England and it was okay. And we had a McDonald's. Yeah. And that and it was great. But then I got home. By like the uh, time I got home, it was 5 o'clock in the morning and the sun was rising. Fucking hell. Yeah. Oh my god, that's mental. Shit, Where was did you fly into Stansted. in England? Stansted. Ah, it should not have taken us that long. We, no, I... we we arrived back in england at like one no yeah one and then yeah about half one and then we got out of the airport at two it should not have taken us three hours to get back to the from stansted but it did because
0: yeah it's insane how did it possibly take that long
1: well we went to a service station because it said oh there's a kfc and a subway open here and we were like oh nice we can grab some food got there it was all closed oh. and then we had to double back on ourselves and drive back to the fucking airport to the to the mcdonald's that's next to the airport Mm. got to the mcdonald's pulled up parked up walked to the door it's drive-thru only oh great drive-thru took us about half an hour to get through because it was fucking heaving and then we ate chilled and then yeah i probably took up like a good like hour or so just doing that um yeah and then we finally got home and i was like thank fuck and then i saw oscar and hudson and they were like what the fuck Because it was like (laughs) 5am. They were not expecting a gamer to walk through the door at 5am. Yeah. Oh, man. But they were loving it. And that was was my trip. That was my trip to Italy. It was amazing. Well, Florence. I'm definitely going to go back to Italy. I want to go do Venice and Rome. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, definitely. For sure. It was beautiful. It was probably one of my favorite holidays I've ever had. Ever. It was Mm -hmm. amazing. Uh, And I really recommend it. And also, this this, uh, girl that follows me on Instagram she's going into railing in Italy soon and she messaged me and was like do you have any recommendations and I was like well I have a fucking document a fucking like 17 page document I wrote up before going do you want it (laughs) so now she's got it (laughs) so I'm happy to pass on my,
0: my knowledge sorry go on I'm shocked you planned it so well I did not yeah. expect you to do that that's so mental we did a did fucking that.
1: good job look when I'm left to do things on my own I do them well it's when other people are getting involved and going oh you should do this I remember to do this it's like fuck off and then I forget <laughs> shit. when I'm doing it on my own it's I, like okay I know how to do this and i know how to do this and i know how to do this easy
0: yeah I literally I sent you that video thinking it won't even be well I know that video was like... amazing it's a great video. That it's video really is fucking video. perfect. <laughs> and yeah, now next time. And I love that I guy go, too. Yes. Yeah.
1: a sweet little dude. I like him. <laughs> Seems like such a nice man. Yeah. I like him. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. Whenever I go on holiday anywhere now, I'm going to write a document for it and I'm going to look up travel videos for it. And I'm just going to compile mm-hmm. a big thing because it's like not even everything on the document we did or, or, or like needed to do. Mm-hmm. But it was just nice to have it there, to be like, okay, we can do this. If we've got some downtime, we can do this. We can switch this out for this. It was great. It was so yeah, good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do that from now on, whenever I go on holiday. No matter where I go on holiday, I'm going to do some research before going, because it makes it super, super fun if you actually yeah. know what you're doing. Whereas in Tenerife, we sort of like had to plan stuff on the day instead of knowing already what we could do. So, Yeah. yeah good fucking time i loved it
0: yeah for sure i want to go back for sure florence is florence is definitely just an incredible place to be like it just felt good like every day just wandering around it just just good vibes like yeah just really really good vibes like it just feels like just such a it's just such a nice place like it just feels very like i don't know there's something about it i don't know whether it's because i was already familiar with florence yeah like from assassin's creed obviously yeah. <laughs> like whether that was what made it feel so like just it just feels very safe and it like, does. very nice and, it like, does yeah. just you know you never feel like oh am i in a dodgy dodgy spot or a dodgy area like no. no all of florence just feels good no yeah um, it just feels like a good
1: is, place to be and everyone's very yeah. nice and welcoming yeah yeah they are they're and
2: very they're, nice the restaurant so many... service oh my
0: god they go above and beyond with that shit it's actually insane i know it's crazy and they're also like insanely quick like yeah they are it's, it's mental to me like sometimes i was like i actually want you to be a little bit slower because i just kind of like to vibe here for a little bit yeah. Like, yeah you guys are just so speedy it's like you well, come you see, in that's why i buy a bottle of down, wine so that after my
1: meal i don't feel
0: bad mm-hmm. about sitting there for ages because yeah. i've got a bottle yeah, of wine see, that i'm drinking yeah that's that's the key to it because i just felt like you know you'd come in like it was so quick like in the yeah. uk you usually like you were a lot like maybe like two hours to go to a restaurant or something like maybe less depending yeah, on yeah, like, like between an hour and two know, hours what time yeah but like you know sometimes you, in italy like you go in you're like in and out in like 30 minutes shit's like, insane they're so quick yeah um And it's also, like, everything's also really good. The service is great. Like, the people are all just so nice as well. Yeah, they are. Um, Super nice. And they give you free water. (laughs) Like, the
1: free water on the fucking table was so great. Yeah. I think I mentioned it to you the other day. It's like, I don't have to worry Mm -hmm. about, like, if say if I wanted to drink wine, I don't have to worry about getting wine and then also getting, like, a soft drink to drink as well. It's like, you know, I can just get the wine, the water's free, I can guzzle that mm. and then drink my wine with my with my meal and not have to yep. worry about being thirsty
0: because it's like mm. when you
1: drink alcohol you're not drinking it because you're thirsty like i've never drank alcohol like oh it's quenching my thirst
0: it's like i don't know sometimes a nice cold cider is good when you're thirsty true but i mean even then it's like it's not the same as a glass of water where it's like oh like, i mean it's not no now, nothing's gonna know, be the same as a glass my of water, soul yeah.
1: like yeah um yeah super good service in the restaurants it was amazing Uh we tipped We've, we did a lot of tipping because we just felt yeah. like that was good service I want to tip these dudes for giving yeah. us such a good time um, so that was that was great um, yeah good time I I loved it I want to travel yeah. way more next year I'm going to dedicate so much of my holiday time instead of having because what I do what I did this year was I go camping a lot and then I'd book the Monday off work and that'd be like sort of a waste of a day and eventually those camping trips accumulate to where it's like a whole week where it's like a whole week's worth of holiday that I've used just for like a, a recovery day basically but I think next year I'm not going to do that I'm actually going to try and visit way more countries next year and use my holiday as sparingly as possible because uh, i yeah. just i loved italy so much i want to i want to see more of the world man see more of europe first and you know spread out to other continents <laughs> and stuff uh, eventually yeah, i definitely feel
0: that too for sure it's definitely something i I want to do as well like plenty of places i want to go like i you know i've been saying for a while and i haven't done it because it's not coincided properly but like i've been saying i want to go to prague because i think uh, it would yeah. be cool to also coincide it with working on a kingdom come video oh yeah so it's i can in, like have some where is it again the places the check- well, it's not called the Czech Republic
1: anymore, is it? Where's um,
0: Prague? I don't know, actually. Czechoslovakia? Uh, Wait, no. Maybe? Is Prague a city? Uh, Prague is a city, yeah. Um. Oh, it is, yeah, it's the capital of the Czech, Czech Republic. Yeah, okay, okay. Czech, yeah, yeah, Czech which Republic. Is, yeah, which is the area where Kingdom Come is set. Obviously, so you don't go to Prague in... Um, Kingdom Come, but it works as a good like place to stay, and then also you can like you know go to Rattei, take some yeah exactly like yeah. take some trips out to Rattai and um, the other one. What's that one called? The one with the monastery? Um, Probislovitz Is that what it's called? No, no, uh, that's that's the other one. Uh, okay, okay. Um, that's the one that gets destroyed in like a oh, battle or okay, something.
1: Okay, oh that um, game's a bang! I need to replay it. That's set during yeah, like one so of my good. favorite periods in European history. What the fuck? Yeah, It's set in, like, what, 1403?
0: Yeah, it's like the 15th century. It's like the
1: same year the Battle of Agincourt in England is happening. Well, no, France, but... I think I told you about that before. The battle. It's like where there was, like, 20,000 French soldiers and, like, 6,000 English soldiers, Mm -hmm. and they smashed the French. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the same sort of period of time that, um... The uh, uh kingdom come deliverance is set i would so love a game like kingdom come deliverance but set in france and england like yeah, oh god cool. oh, i love it so much
0: i would not enough like pure history games out there there's not... always fantasy medieval fantasy it's yeah. never just medieval game and that's it yeah it's true there it really isn't
1: it's yeah. super refreshing
0: it's... to play yeah it's what makes it so cool like there's not dragons or magic it's all just like real stuff and it just feels yeah it's just so yeah, immersive you the way they design like their fucking castles and shit like when you go into a room in kingdom come deliverance you're like oh it feels authentic mm-hmm. like it's all small and like yeah like got bent yeah. corners and stuff so yeah, cool it's cool oh god yeah, when are they doing a fucking sequel for that game that's what it's called Tassal. Um, sasso yeah um, oh, Sasau. see i don't know i don't know Um, That game came out in, like, what, 2018, was it? 2018, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like,
1: five years ago. Yeah, Um, yeah, it came out over five years ago. Yeah. I think they've been,
0: like, sort of teasing it. Well, Um, they could take as
1: long as they want, okay? Because I know for a fact it's going to be a huge step up from the first one. Uh, It's got to be. I think so. Because, I mean, the first one, it is a great game, but there's a fair amount of jank in there. Um, Yeah. But that's because it started off as a Kickstarter game. Like yeah i did yeah you know it's crazy that it started off as a kickstarter game but like, that's fucking wild
0: um, it is wild I, I remember seeing that first ever like little teaser thing i think yeah. both of us made a video on we it in, did like, yeah like, or grindstones
1: something. and stuff
0: yeah it's like you got you see someone doing a thief thing and he like c- goes behind someone in a crowd and cuts their purse off and yeah. like takes it away i don't remember was, like, ever like, doing sick. that in the game what uh, yeah no I don't I think you can steal things but I don't think it's got the whole animation ah uh, okay okay I, okay. I think they removed that from the full thing okay, but the game's fine. still like super realistic and stuff and super immersive it's one of the things I love about it so yeah, much yeah yeah I mean I've when like I was the, playing you
1: know, it a lot of the time my character was just incredibly sleep deprived where he was just like <laughs> fucking blinking like whether you could like the, his eyes close and shit because he's so tired like that was happening all the time because so I'd forget to sleep um, yeah, I was just too yeah. busy raiding
0: bandit camps and trying to get epic yeah. sword and armor i literally i literally <laughs> spent like it must have been hours just going to and from one of the towns i can't remember which one it was and speaking to like the head of like the the military there or whatever and getting bandit camp requests and yep. then going into the bandit camp and at that point i was so overpowered that i could just go up and like kill everyone pretty much one hit yep and then I would just take all their ears and I would go back and I'd also steal all of their armour I'd take it. it all back I'd sell it all and I'd give them the ears I'd make so much money it was <laughs> yeah, insane money. It, was, <laughs> it was so fucking funny
1: <coughs> oh god it what was, they uh, need to focus more on though it was good And the next game is sort of more stuff to do in the open world because there was not a lot to do in Kingdom Come Deliverance it was you know in the way of side content maybe that wasn't the point of the game though maybe you know the point was to be a linear game set in a world that you could explore but you didn't yeah
0: I mean I mean, there was, a, there was a decent bit to like sort of like just sort of live in like that's what I liked about it the most was that like you can kind of just wander around you know there's, it's, the it's very, it's, there's a similar sort of loop to like Red Dead mm. Red Dead 2 in the yeah. way obviously but Kingdom Come is a bit more like you sort of have to engage with it in Kingdom Come like yeah. if you don't eat you're gonna be fucked if you don't sleep. You're gonna be fucked. Whereas in Red Dead, it doesn't matter. You can kind of just like smoke a premium cigarette and you'll be fine. Yeah. Um, but smoke a I, I really like that cigarette. about it. <laughs> and it was, uh yeah, no, it was good. Kingdom comes. Kingdom is a great game. It was. A banger, it's very good for sure. Very fun.
1: Yeah, I need to replay I need to that at some point. I, I would. I would. Not mind doing a retrospective on that game because I can actually incorporate real life history into the video, which would be something yeah. that I kind of want to do which um, is like integral to the game that'd be is, really is, cool right I actually because yeah. that gives me an it's excuse something I've, to like to do, research
0: that time I, period more yeah it's like I, I was gonna do it this year but then i just i just didn't because it was five years later i was like it's of perfect mm-hmm. but yeah other other projects are just taking priority i just don't know. It's, it it it's how
1: it is you know happens to the best point. of us i mean it happens to me I don't even want to be it doing this Sonic does. video. <laughs> but, Just um... don't do it then. <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> no. Actually, my, my my motivation for it has gone up a lot since finishing recording the script for it. Like, it's actually turning out mm-hmm. to be a really good video. Like, I've started editing it now, and it's super, yeah, super cool. fun to edit. Because, like, the beginning of the video is dedicated to my relationship with Sonic from when I first started playing it and talk about the Sonic Adventure games a little bit. And uh, mm. the, the sort of how almost like Sonic's deterioration over the years, um, leading yeah. up to Frontiers. So I have a section dedicated to like the the adventure games, and then then I talk about well, I talk about SA one mainly because that's the first game that I played, uh, and then yeah. I talk about sort of SA two to sort of generations, and then Forces gets his entire own segment because I just wanted to drive home how shit it was. Mm-hmm. And then we finally move on to frontiers. So the intro is probably like a good like fifteen minutes long before I even start talking about frontiers. um
0: I, I genuinely expected you to say a good hour. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh my god, here we go again. <laughs> nah, the video is three and a half hours in total, though. Uh that's pretty good. So that's pretty healthy length. hell
1: of a long time for a sonic video it's gonna get like six views but that's fine yeah okay. true true um, i'm so
0: scared to ever do another sonic video after i hit that <laughs> one sonic one and just completely yeah, flopped just yeah. astronomically i don't think i've made a video that's flopped that hard in, in my life your
1: problem is your title um, wasn't negative enough you didn't bait the sonic fans sonic fans don't give a shit no. when something positive is being said about sonic but they hate it when something negative so uh i know i'm what gonna should call I say? this
0: what should the title be like oh sonic the hedgehog was good. Other than this thing, that Sonic wasn't Sonic
1: was used to be good, or something like that. Something oh, you know, yeah, true, In flaring true, true. like that, that flares people up. It's like, what do you mean it used to be good? You trying to say Frontiers is bad? It was the fucking when best game Sonic ever. Used to be good. Yeah, uh, mine's gonna be called yeah. Sonic Frontiers was almost great, or something like that. Something along those lines. And I'm gonna drive home the almost because it's like that's the point that I'm making. It was yeah. almost a good game, but it was like, you know, it missed the-, the mark um yeah so yeah hopefully that gets sonic fans pissed off and they'll like storm over to my video and be like what are you doing and i'll just be laughing like <laughs> <laughs> and i check my comments anyway <laughs> Yeah. True. Um, who reads youtube comments in 2023 exactly the fuck? Nobody. only if they're a nice Nobody positive one like i mean i replied to the majority of my comments on my horizon video i've, I've read and replied to um mm-hmm. Well, I stopped doing it a couple, like maybe like a month or two ago. But for like a good while, I would reply to every single comment, pretty much, because if they've put in the effort to watch an eleven-hour video, the least I can do is is acknowledge them. The fact that they've watched an eleven-hour video and then commented on it afterwards is like quite cool so i was like you know what fuck it i'll i'll respond and engage with them yeah, but true. if it's someone just true. going uh actually it's like fuck off <laughs> i don't care i'm not getting into an argument with you in my own yeah, comment yeah, section on yeah. um,
0: the past yeah. those days um yeah i think that's the same for me i think these days i i I literally only engage with the positive ones. Yeah. Negative ones, I try my best to just ignore and just leave.
1: Yeah. It. Like, if someone's giving me criticism, like, better. like on my Horizon video, someone was like, oh, it's, you know, I've enjoyed the video, but it sort of became unwatchable for me because you cut out each pause in between sentences and it just became confusing for me. And I was like, you know what? That's actually something I've
0: noticed too, and that's actually good criticism. Um, yeah, true. Yeah, it depends <coughs> on the... It does depend. It depends, because that's not even, like, a negative comment. No, like that's just It's a just, positive it's comment that just has a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah there's definitely that i think i think something that really was uh something for me like criticism that helped or like i guess i thought about a bit more was on my ac2 video where someone was like this video is great but you include like including every cutscene was like maybe unnecessary oh, and yeah. i thought yeah maybe it's so a serious I, help, future videos, but i, still I like, like fucking doing it <laughs> yeah it's like i'm never gonna stop doing it but yeah. there are like i'm like maybe i don't need to include like. Maybe I can cut them down, maybe I can like yeah. you know, use only some and other um, ones don't need it to be shown. On the, There's, there are yeah, some. It, de- cutscenes it definitely that don't depends need to on the video. There. Yeah.
1: Like you can uh, summarise a cutscene yeah. via your script and just and just have like a clip of that one and then gloss over it and move back to gameplay again. Like you don't need the whole thing in there. But I, I like with my Assassin's Creed retrospectives, I do like including most of the important cutscenes because those videos to me are like a a replaying of the game almost as well as a review and retrospective of the game itself um
0: yeah it's almost like a yeah like a it's like it's like the journey of the game yeah 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 sure yeah i think i think i definitely i think i i think what i did is i just managed to streamline it by revelations like through my seo trilogy ones and it's weird though looking back and i'm like man i kind of i would love to just remake my ac2 one because it's, so I would i really good i was anymore. thinking about that as well oh god <laughs> yeah. but it
1: will get to the point where it's
0: like you look back on your brotherhood one you're like that wasn't good yeah so you yeah. just have to and leave does it. it when does it end yeah, yeah you have yeah. to just leave it and be like that was a product of its time yeah it's good enough like it's not a complete piece of shit like yeah, it's yeah it's fine like it's a good video it's just i know if i made it now i could probably make it three times as long as well yeah and say a lot more mm-hmm. um but may, i don't know maybe i'll do like an assassin's Creed 2 20 years later or something in uh, 20 20 out.
1: yeah maybe maybe that'll happen we'll see i'm or, sure it will or to maybe be fair. 20 years later i mean that's i'm sure you'll want to talk about ac2 by that point you know it would have yeah, been long enough yeah. in between where you're like you know what i can do it again um yeah, exactly
0: Exactly, but
1: yeah Sonic Video is going to be good I have have a good feeling about it Uh, there's there's a lot of fucking actually good critique in there Um, and lots of funny bits as well like comedy is something that I sort of stopped trying to write into my scripts uh, Mm. after a while because I was like this just isn't hitting but I think Sonic Frontiers is such a comical game that it was super easy to write funny shit about um, yeah. And just the absurdism of the way the story is told through the fucking Coco, which has like nothing to do with the main story of the game. Um, yeah, I spend like a good ten minutes talking about that and how it doesn't make sense. Like, like it's actually mental. Sonic Sonic even says in a cutscene, he's like, "Hey, Amy, um, don't you think we should try and get you out of cyberspace instead of fucking around with the Coco?" <laughs> and it's like, he's making a good fucking point there. Because that's what I was thinking as well. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. It's a weird The game, only like, thing it... that ties the Coco into the story is that Sega had them reward you with a, a Chaos Emerald when you helped them. That is the only thing that ties them into the story. Nothing else does. They yeah. should have been side content. It's, it's um,
0: super weird. Uh, Frontiers is a fucking fever dream. Like, thinking back is. to that, I'm like, what a weird game. I can't believe I played it that. Is fucking, I played it twice. That's mental. I fucking... I got the platinum for it. Dude, what a weird game. Like, it's this... Yeah, it is a fucking weird game. (laughs) And there's, like, these just platforms in the sky for, like, no reason. And they pop in and out. Rails all over the place. It looks like shit. Yeah. Like... It genuinely is just like I don't even know. Weird like game. I don't even know. It's like a weird like fan game like <laughs> engine tech test <laughs> thing. But
1: even then there's no fucking momentum physics in the game. You
0: can no, run down a hill and not. he just
1: walks down it. If like they took all of the movement out of it pretty much like boosting is now the only way of getting around. There is yeah. no well, there is grinding on rails, and I do talk about the movement. Like there are some good parts of the movement, to be fair, but it's it's not all good, and there's a lot of shit. It's just yeah. like you know the, the the title almost good is like there's there's good stuff in there, but you have to dig through fucking kilometers of shit to get to get to the small good parts of it. Um, yeah, it's like the good parts are stitched together by fucking bollocks, uh, yeah. and that's it's honestly insane to me video. how much
0: praise much praise that game got? That's because like, Forces
1: was so shit. Sonic's been in such a bad place for ten years that people have forgot what a good Sonic game
0: looks like. Yeah, it's <clears> genuinely <throat> insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Let's so hope the next one I'm is better. Yeah, it'll that. be a
1: good video. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, definitely. Right, forward to
1: that for sure. Do you have any more topics um, you want to
0: discuss? I do. I have a couple of topics, variety. but we could probably maybe skip over some. Okay, actually, you know what? Quick fire. I got a few quick fire ones. That'll here. work for me. Um to do and then i've got one that i actually really did want to talk about because i think it'll be interesting to to talk about it but um right so there's been a few little like releases announcements and things that we've got that i thought would be fun to talk about the first one is we're getting another modern warfare game this year (laughs) right after mw2 last year we're getting modern warfare 3 yes we are have you seen the teaser what are your thoughts it's red isn't it red Uh, it's red, it is red, yeah and I think they've got Makarov doing some bits they do in the campaign
1: I also read that they've gone back to you know how red dots used to show up on the mini-map when people would shoot Mm -hmm. hasn't been in COD for like I want to say like 5 years now Uh, I think they're bringing that back really? yeah, yeah, it was instead you'd have to either listen for gunshots or there was a compass on the top of your map where it would show you the general direction that people were in but you didn't know their exact location um, so it was a lot of mm-hmm. like wearing headphones and listening for footsteps and stuff in in the multiplayer, um, which All became right. pretty toxic. Like it, it led to the people like sitting in corners and not wanting to move because you can you didn't know where anyone was, and it was like you'd just walk into a building and get fucking shotgunned immediately by someone sitting in the corner. But they fixed they did fix that. To be fair, it wasn't as bad as everyone's making it out to be. But yeah, it's, it's a lot more of a classic game. Uh, they've got the original mm-hmm. perk system back, with uh, Ninja being a perk again, which is you know uh, no footsteps, which again is trying to remedy an issue that was brought up by removing Ninja as a perk. I uh, know Dead Silence, I think it was actually Dead Silence or Ninja. Mm-hmm. One of this this probably an interchangeable name. Um, uh, yeah, it's a bit weird they're releasing two Modern Warfare games back to back. Yeah, I mean MW3. I'm not sure if
0: it's. Is, is this is this one Infinity Ward, or is this Sledgehammer? This is Infinity Ward, yeah. Is it really? Yeah. I thought it wasn't. I thought that's what shocked me about it. I thought I was like, oh, this is an Infinity Ward, but maybe I just saw that wrong. I think Sledgehammer War. helped with Modern Warfare 2 as well.
1: And Raven that helped on Ghosts. Um. And Treyarch is also allegedly doing a zombies mode for Modern Warfare 3 as well which is weird uh, but, but Treyarch zombies hasn't been good in a long now. time Like Treyarch, the last time Treyarch released a good zombies component was like 2015 when Black Ops 3 yeah. came out and it's been pretty shit since then
0: Call uh, of Duty just feels like it's lost all sense of like direction and identity it I feel has. like I don't know what Call of Duty is anymore
1: It's it's fucking shocking like Modern Warfare 2019 was good I played the
0: fuck out of that game uh yeah it was it was actually yeah it was it was that was i felt like a return to form and then all of a sudden it just immediately fell apart yeah because they wanted to
1: release games yearly again they could have got an extra two years out of the life cycle of modern warfare 2019 but they were like nah let's release cold war and everyone was like we don't want cold war let's not play this and no one played it and then they released fucking vanguard and everyone was like this is shit what is this and then, yeah. then they released Modern Warfare 2, and everyone was like, "Okay, hey, maybe it's going to be a return to sort of 2019 again." Like that, that game, and Modern Warfare 2 was shit because they fucked with all the fucking
0: way the game works and they fucked with. How the How mental movement. is that that we live in a we live in a timeline where Modern Warfare 2 just came out and it was shit? Yeah, yeah, it's. <laughs> That's crazy. a thing we can actually say it's now: crazy. is that Modern Warfare 2 was shit. Yeah, I somehow. can say
1: that fucking Call of Duty Black Ops was better than Modern Warfare 2, and it it's, it, uh, yeah, it works black ops cold
0: it's, war it's honestly crazy like the, those those that nothing will ever be those those days back in the day between oh, like yeah. cod 4 and black ops 2 2017 like to 2012 it was just 2017 <laughs> 20, 2007 sorry
1: 2017 to 2012. <laughs> 2007, yeah <laughs> 2007 yeah, to 2012 yeah. it was great those were the years yeah modern warfare well black ops 2 is the best i think it's the best call of duty ever
0: released um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's, I don't, I don't know if it's my favorite, the but best it, it all probably rounder. is like, yeah, it, it, every single element of it is good. Like campaign, multiplayer, and zombies are all good. Yeah. I'd say it's my I favorite. Know. I mean, it's the one that I
1: played them. I was in year seven when it came out. So it was like, everyone was playing it. I mean, we, we used to have huge lobbies of Mike Myers, like loads of people from our class, like would just get together and, Playing Mike Myers on Black Ops Two and like hide and seek and stuff and just do all this pointless shit and then we'd go like oh I'm bored of that I want to play some zombies hop on some zombies, and go on oh, bored of that I want to play yeah. some multiplayer and you could just endlessly play the game and just cycle through that as many times as you wanted and you'd never get
0: bored. Black yeah. Ops Two, see was that's see so good. For for me, <coughs> I was in year seven when World at War came out. Oh yeah yeah. So, I we we used to we just used to flick between world at war cod 4 and halo 3 those yeah. are like the three games <laughs> that we just have halo on rotation <laughs> those oh. are the those are the we you know coming on from school in yeah. year seven just getting on xbox live and playing those three games yeah that was you know the shit and then obviously you know modern warfare 2 comes out and crazy shit Ops going well. down yeah that that was that oh. was that was literally like my most <coughs> active years on Xbox Live was Halo Three, COD Four, World of yeah. War, Modern Warfare Two, yeah. Halo Reach, Black Ops One, just all um, that. Just was so, so fucking. Good. It was a golden age so right, for good. online gaming. Yeah. It's not been
1: ever the same since, and it will never be the same again. But yeah, it was a that beautiful was the, fucking time.
0: That was the shit. I'm
1: um, so good. Like, I, I think, used to fucking. I'm playing Halo Three with you. We like playing like Duck Hunt and shit on like split screen. Ah. Oh so fun like i used so to i remember fine. the first time i played cold zombies was with fucking daryl oh yeah 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 like i was in the middle of a campaign mission he messaged me on xbox live and was like when i play zombies <laughs> i was like what's that he didn't reply to that message and just sent me an invite <laughs> <laughs> i fucking enjoyed it I was like shaking i was so scared <laughs> <That is> so <laughs> i was funny. like when did that game come out it must have been like it was 2008 it came World out but it must have been like 2009 yeah. when this happened like i would have been like seven or eight years old fucking yeah. nazi zombies running at me making horrible scary oh, noises man. like i remember i think that night i had a nightmare about playing zombies on solo and like not being able to log out
0: that's so and, like being
1: forced to play it <laughs> i was so scared of it that's um, so
0: you know it's, it's so weird because i don't think i've ever had a, like a nightmare about a game. something I've, i feel like like a like a game movie like nothing's ever actually like fucked me up in a way where no. i'm like, genuinely scared of
1: it that's one of the only like times it happened to be know. fair yeah it, was, it did frighten me i was a child and that's zombies funny. very scared me very much like just the concept yeah. of zombies in general not just like cod zombies but like a zombie it scared me um, yeah. yeah that was so fun like, discovering natch nacht mm-hmm. i guess for the first time yeah
0: Oh, that's good times. Yeah, them those dies. are the good days so good. and modern warfare 3 so is gonna absolutely not be good it's I gonna reckon. be i think i think it'll I be I better than modern warfare 2. That. i don't know if Maybe. i'm gonna get it but i haven't played a call of duty since well, i played cold war but yeah cold war of duty is since pretty so. fucking
1: mid even the zombies in cold war sucks it's fucking oh, i remember shit. seeing
0: i i remember seeing i never played it it's myself, got like I, armor i don't think i touched my, uh, like no.
1: you could spawn in with an assault rifle and it's got like classes and stuff it's just not zombies but it's it's more zombies than what vanguard ended up being because Treyarch got brought in to do vanguard zombies and that was like bottom of the barrel like worst share but like, i'd rather play extinction from ghosts and play that Call
0: of of Duty's days are over, I think, of being like genuinely good. Same with Halo, really. Like, strangely enough,
1: Call of Duty Mobile is better than like the current (laughs) games. I started playing it sort of casually recently. (laughs) Oh my god, it's classic! And fuck me, it plays like old COD. It has guns from every single of the classic Cod's. It has maps from all the classic Cod's. It's what I want from a modern console Call of Duty game, but it's on mobile. They should just do that. Just put out, put out like Call of Duty, Call of Duty I mean, Legacy Edition or, or something. Call like that. it Call
0: it Call of Duty One, <coughs> and then it's <laughs> like
1: uh, it's like the Xbox One. <laughs> they could just release yeah, yeah, yeah. a game called Call of
0: Duty, and yeah, just have it that. as a collection but of the classic they'd games. But then they start again. Do you know what that's so funny though, because it would be like starting again like they did with Modern Warfare. They released Call of Duty Modern Warfare (laughs) again. They'll release Call of Duty again. And then what are they gonna call the next one? Call of Duty 2. (laughs) The thing is, they were gonna fans
1: were releasing a fan game. It was on the Modern Warfare remastered engine. And it was basically a an amalgamation of all the classic COD games from like from like uh, COD 4 to to Black Ops 2. I think it was that era and it was called sm2 it was like this huge fan project that have been worked on for years it looked amazing it looked really fun it's like character skins and stuff you could earn in game and stuff and like all these different weapons and camos you could get and all these maps that you could play from all the different call of duty games and recently it was like it was like near completion and activision shut it down oh of course because they they're fuckers and yet they still release wow. shit cod games maybe they're going to do their own one but Maybe. I know for a fact it's going to have tons of bullshit fucking paid to win yeah, in it. Exactly, that's it. It'll and fucking microtransaction heaven, yeah. you know, it'll be a stupid grind fest. And it just won't be fun to play, and it'll take the soul out of that multiplayer experience. Games just suck. They do These suck. days. Like, companies can't games make. really like...
0: bad. It really sucks because you will never find a game with a progression system like Halo Reach or Modern yeah. Warfare 2 or like that's just never going to happen again because never. they're not lucrative. Like c- companies look at that and they think, "We could do that or we could do this and make a lot more money and people will still buy it." Yep. So why would we not do that? Like there's no reason to make a genuinely authentic like microtransaction free Multiplayer experience anymore. Yeah, and they Which made their way sucks. sort of so
1: slowly into AAA games in the West that it's sort of just like we saw yeah. it come in, but it was like so gradual. And now we look back and it's like, fuck, look where we are yeah. now. So you yeah. you load up a multiplayer so game fucked. these days, and before
0: even seeing the menu, you get get this pack at a discounted yeah. price if you buy now. Ads all over it. Yeah, it's fucking God, ugly. It's like, I remember back in the day when, when Assassin's Creed Brotherhood came out and there'd be a little banner at the bottom that would be like, open this, like to go to Uplay or whatever oh, yeah, to have like yeah. information about like AC revelations or something. And that was like, I guess a little bit weird at the time was yeah. like, oh, I'm getting an ad for the next AC in the current But obviously, AC. obviously
1: Ubisoft were ahead of their but time with that sort of fucking bullshit. They
0: really were. So, they really were. Yeah. Like with Uplay at all. Like, playing fucking Ubisoft games on PC back in the day must have been... Well, I mean, still, but, like... Yeah, it's still a fucker. A complete it. bitch needing a Uplay account and having to verify it. And, like, they Ubisoft are the first people, right, that made um, multiplayer passports. So, if you bought a second-hand copy of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, you couldn't play multiplayer because you needed the passport, which means you had to buy a brand new copy. What? What? And that was a thing. So it's not just tied to your account? Black flag. No what no so no so like what would happen is you would if when you when you got your copy of the game it would come with a little code and you'd have to redeem that code on xbox live and that would unlock the multiplayer so you could play multiplayer now with the satisbury brotherhood but if you then gave that game like to a friend or you sold it and someone bought it secondhand, you wouldn't have the code so you just wouldn't be able to play the multiplayer it's not fucking you worth playing AC multiplayer anyway Hey, AC multiplayer is fucking that's brilliant not, it's not it's fucking fantastic shite. you're just bad at it you're just fucking bad I'm at it. I'm not bad at it. It's just Yeah, you are. not fun. You absolutely <laughs> would be bad at it. No, I swear we played
1: semi recently. I wasn't that bad. Well, semi recently, it was fucking When we did the charity 2020, event 2020. thing. Was yeah, that even a charity like event?
0: No, it wasn't. No, was it? For the bushfires in Australia. Yeah. It was a
1: stream we did. I wasn't too bad. I was like, you know, no, it was alright. Maybe. maybe. I fucking
0: love AC multiplayer. I just all didn't servers, find it by very the way, fun. The servers are all still on. Except for console servers of Brotherhood. Other than that, the servers are all still active. Oh shit! Even though they said they shut them down, um, I've been playing a lot of so it. Lying. With um, because the servers are like also dead. But if you join the AC multiplayer revival server, you can people like if people are playing. They're just like you know, there's like a like a ping thing for it. and You can just see when people are on and that's fucking game, mental. So. <laughs> I can't believe it's, it's still got uh, a small community holding out after all these years. It's really fucking fun. Playing AC Brotherhood multiplayer for the first time in like 10 years is fucking really fun. God, I love it. What a fucking classic that was. It's uh, it's great, but but yeah, that's that's MW, MW3. Yeah, it's going to be um, fat shit.
1: Yeah, probably. Um, the campaign the will be good. Thing, I don't doubt it. Sorry, the campaign will be good. Do you yeah. think so? Yeah, yeah. Modern Warfare 2's campaign was really good.
0: But, I don't see anything of the Modern Warfare Two
1: campaign. That's because no one plays it for it the good. campaign. It was good, trust me. Like the characterization of Ghost and Soap and everyone like seeing the old crew back together, it was really good. But it just mm, the, the multiplayer sucked, and the and the Spec Ops sucked balls. It was fucking
0: shit. But yeah, let's move on to the next fucking thing. All right, yeah. Next thing <coughs> is the 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 long-awaited Red Dead Redemption <laughs> port. <laughs> To current gen consoles, uh, that has been speculated forever that it could Rockstar. be a remake, a remaster. What's it gonna be? It's, it's just a port that you can get for free on Xbox already. Yes, and it's coming. To Why would I PlayStation buy it? Five and Nintendo Switch. It's not coming to PC, so you still can't play it on PC. You still can't you mod can it because you you can emulate it There's, for free. There, but could you so, imagine if it came out for PC and
1: there were like true mods for Red Dead Redemption One? That'd be yeah, so cool. It'd be
0: yeah it will be no, because be rockstar cool.
1: hate people
0: they yeah, hate this us. is okay this is my theory all right with the way that this shit is handled um i believe that any of these remasters that have, of rockstar games so whether it's like gta 5 being released on ps4 then ps5 or yeah. whether it's the the trilogy remasters that were, again it was outsourced to another company as is the red dead redemption port it's take two's um, idea right i think it's take two that are like we want to do this with these games and i think rockstar are like we don't care we don't have like, the we time don't actually to want to do that. that yeah like to, i think to rockstar they're like we made red dead redemption in 2010 we've released that game like that now exists <sighs> yeah. for people like that's that's the game we're not gonna remaster it or remake it yeah. that's the game we made we'd rather make a new game yeah like i think i think they see it in the same way almost that you would see a film like it would be super weird if like tarantino remade pulp fiction or something yeah like yeah i think they see it in that way and they're like we we made that game if you want to play it play it otherwise don't that like, makes sense yeah no, it does make sense they, yeah. they can pour it to new stuff but i don't think they want to spend their time remaking or remastering their old games i think they just want to make new ones but take two want um, the money that
1: cut they want that remaster yeah. money
0: they need yeah. it that's that's what i think and that's why i think we've never got a genuinely good gta or red dead remaster yeah other than the ports of like gta 5 like the gta 5 next-gen version was actually really good um but other than that not not the ps5 one the ps4 one Oh when yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. PS3, when it went from ps3 to ps4 that was good yeah that was needed because was i mean not, it came out in 2013
1: um, like right at the end of 2013 so they needed to
0: release it for next-gen consoles anyway yeah and it you know it, it it was done you know it was done well and it worked and it was good that was good yeah yeah that that's how i think rockstar see their games i think they think like red dead why would we remake red dead redemption 1 or why would we remaster red dead redemption 1 when like we already made it and I, they think it's still good and it's like you know it that's a, like it's a they i feel like it's like that game is a product of its time and it should always remain that like mm it should red dead redemption should always be a game that came out in 2010 and you should always be able to view it as such um, <coughs> that's why i'd like a remake a it's, an, it's not a game that came out in 2010 it's a separate game it's yeah a new game. i mean i mean look as much as i would love to see red dead redemption remade on the version of the engine i'd love to see it i think it would be really really cool I think I can also respect them just not wanting to do it. That's well. fine. Yeah, no, it's fine. Like
1: it's I've especially with the announcement of this port, like it's I, I no longer expect that as something
0: that anyone wants to do. Like it's not gonna happen. Um I'd yeah. love it. If it was on the yeah, if it was on the cards this port wouldn't be coming out. No, exactly. Uh it's so it's, it's pathetic yeah, it's,
1: that it's a port. It's it's not even a fucking remaster, couldn't even be asked to do that. They were just like, Yeah, let's fucking port it and sell it for fifty dollars. Uh, I think, obviously, I think they, they didn't release it for is, Xbox because they knew that's
0: already backwards compatible, so yeah. no one will fucking buy that shit. Um, I think my biggest issue is the price more than anything. I think it's just, yes. I don't think you should be selling this port of a 2010 game <coughs> for $50. No. Like, that to me is just too, it's too much. It's like, ridiculous. Tw- it's maybe, I'm not going to buy it like, it's
1: Yeah, if it was $20, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I'll, I may, I yeah, may buy it. That's fair enough. So Red Dead definitely worth $20. Yeah, I'd say so. Um... But fifty dollars? Yeah. I mean, fuck no, dude. I'm not buying yeah, that. Yeah,
0: I just don't. I just don't think that's necessary, especially when you know modern games are coming out and they're you know some some of them sometimes they can be fifty dollars. Like that's a cheap modern game, yeah, but like yeah. you know, it's it's still it's still just too expensive. Um, and I literally have it on Xbox exactly um, for free. Yeah, for complete for free. free. Um, like I'm I'm
1: I know I'm bad for buying games on playstation when i can just play them on game pass for free or for my subscription and stuff but even i'm not gonna (laughs) buy this fucking port it's not worth it what to say i got the platinum trophy for fucking red dead redemption like maybe if it goes down in price after after a while i'll get it but like nah i'm not gonna be buying it for 50 fucking dollars fuck off that's insane that's an insane ask of me
0: i don't know what they're thinking i don't know who's gonna buy it yeah i think i think that i think it the people that will buy that will buy it are the people that like just don't have any other access to it because if you have only a ps5 or only a ps4 you you can't play it because it's only available on ps3 for you then because like if you don't have an xbox you have no way of playing it so i think a lot of people that only have playstations are probably like oh finally i can play red dead redemption yeah
1: I, can't, um, I actually can't believe PC I've fans have been shafted again. That's absolutely wild. Because for years, people on PC were like, okay, just holding out hope. They'll, they'll do some sort of thing for Red Dead 1 eventually, and we'll get it on PC. It's actually fucked. Yeah. They still don't have yeah. an official
0: version of Red Dead 1 on
1: PC. That's fucking I know, wild. wild i think Jesus. the
0: main reason that people, the people think everyone <coughs> say is that the, the code for red dead redemption one is beyond fuck it's spaghetti, to the point code. Where it's, spaghetti it's, code. it's like i don't guess porting it to
1: pc is hard i don't know i don't know anything bro. about game design but don't give me that shit because they've emulated <laughs> it on fucking <laughs> they've emulated it on pc right
0: yeah but that's just that's that's just and it's just the xbox it's just an Xbox playing it basically. It's just tricking it into is.
1: thinking that an Xbox that it's an Xbox, yeah, I guess so yeah, that is true. Yeah,
0: so you're still you're still playing the Xbox version on an Xbox, it's just running it through a PC. Yeah. Oh wait, so you have so, to have an Xbox to do it? No, no, no. Well, legally, yeah, but no, obviously you don't. No. Okay. But like that's that's what emulation is though. Yeah, it's like, tricking the software into thinking that it's being run through the right. Yeah, like it thinks you're playing thing. it on an Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is the point. Um but which it is also that's how xbox series x and xbox one does backwards compatibility it's just emulation yeah yeah so it does a fucking yeah. good job of it as well whereas if you played an original xbox game on an xbox 360 that would be actually like xbox 360s can just run xbox original yeah, games yeah you could put the disc whereas, in, right yeah i mean you can you can also you can use the disc with xbox one and series x oh. but I don't know it's not the actual console that's running it. It's emulating a 360. Yeah. Which is its interesting. It's an interesting way of getting around it. It works pretty well. Yeah,
1: it does. Yeah, means you can upscale it too. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, they're so is, you know, good with backwards compatibility on Xbox. It's, it makes me yeah, annoyed that PlayStation isn't as good. good. Yeah. <coughs> but that's why it's I've got really, both it's consoles. It's actually really good. It is really good. It's insane. Like, the amount of games you can play at an upscale resolution and frame rate is fucking mental. Yeah, it's, it's like genuinely valuable like, to
0: have to play old games like and it's not even just previous generations like you can play assassin's creed unity on xbox series x at 4k 60 frames a second yeah that's mental it's Good after the that's the patches. a thing you can do on console yes <laughs> it's great after the patches i saw that fucking um, clip of you
1: actually unironically saying it in that video as well oh uh, yeah <laughs> but you're like after the patches it's actually a great game or whatever the fuck i you know, know you that
0: was a that was the funniest fucking thing I accidentally <laughs> the found the greatest
1: setup for a joke ever it was like years From in the my making. AC Unity <laughs> review it's so fucking good oh god this shit is hilarious oh
0: Jesus Christ yeah that's that's genuinely yeah genuinely what we
1: were talking about great. Red Dead um shit piece of yes. shit game's yep. good I don't want to fucking play it though I've played it too many times anyway I don't even need it yeah um yeah that's that yeah no yeah fuck yep. you take two um, fuck you Obi hope, hope gets and enough the- money to fund GTA Six at least. Yeah,
0: in case you know they didn't already have money. just they got in fucking case. loads of
1: money. This is fucking bullshit these days. People going,
0: developers don't have enough money. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They've got fucking loads of money, dude. They just don't want to spend it.
0: <laughs> you've gotta look you've gotta buy Red Dead Redemption port because you don't have the money. If you don't buy it, you're you shitting the on the devs. developers. You're directly shitting the on them. They haven't they been just paid. Don't have money. They've been
1: homeless since <laughs> working on this game. They only get paid when it's done. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right. What's the next topic? <laughs> uh
0: the last the last quick fire little topic here was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game.
1: Oh yeah, the last Ronin, which we did talk in the day about in real bit, life. But... Yeah. Looks yeah, really cool. But... I'm going to have to see yeah, gameplay first, cool. obviously, before I say it. looks. I mean, the concept yeah, is yeah. cool. Once again, yeah. it's fucking developers going, oh, we're
0: making a game. It's like, oh, cool, yeah. where is it? Hey, guys, we're making a game. They <laughs> yeah, said yeah. Also, the information says it's years off, so it's like, why did uh, you fucking show it then? It's like the fucking... Why like did you do Senior this? It's
1: like, oh, we're working on a Witcher remake. Don't worry, it's like five years away, though, so yeah, it's pointless us telling hell. you. What yeah. happened to, like, so announcing stupid. games at, like, events? oh wait there's no fucking events anymore <laughs> there's no
0: events anymore events everyone fucked off
1: to their own shit E3 got cancelled yeah I hope you're all fucking happy with yourselves
0: you, you just post a vague teaser on twitter seven years before your game is yeah. even ready to come out pretty much you just post like, like a
1: PNG of like your game's logo <laughs> and it's like ooh, that ooh. doesn't even represent the
0: game at all <laughs> you're like you have captured it like something is coming yeah, and then so the, you stupid. click on the article and it's like yeah so in 14 years from now yeah. this game might come out, and then we fourteen don't know. years later, they
1: release another tweet that's like, "Sorry, I know, I know <laughs> it's bad, but we're delaying it. I'm sorry." And everyone's forgotten about the game by then. It's like, "Oh, you need to say sorry, dude." I don't know why you're fucking getting uh, so dramatic. About we're so
0: it. sorry. We know everyone was really excited for Golem, and the game just didn't live up to expectations. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, we're guys. Really really sorry. I know everyone was. I know everyone
1: was super excited for The Last of Us Part Three. I don't know what was it. It was fucking um the multiplayer mode. The they released factions, an apology yeah. for delaying a game that didn't have a release date yet <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: It was like sorry guys I know everyone wants to see it but like it's not ready to be shown yet so we're not sorry for not showing
1: it it was because people have these crazy
0: expectations these days it's like whenever
1: there's a Playstation event everyone's like oh my god Bloodborne 2 is going to be announced God of War next game Uncharted's going to be rebooted Uh, there's going to be a new fucking IP there's going to be six new IPs there's going to be another Crash Bandicoot game there's going to be Ghost of Tsushima 2 like everyone gets so excited and then it's like they'll announce like i know nothing and everyone's like yeah 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 they'll fucking release a announce a bunch of psvr shit and everyone's like oh, what yeah we expected all this yeah. we expected bloodborne 2 for christ's sake bloodborne 2 is not <laughs> happening they're not gonna do a bloodborne 2. Yeah. it's done it's not happening
0: the only thing for bloodborne that is like maybe possibly one day Remastered. is a remake or remaster yeah something like that
1: i don't see them remaking it but i could see them remastering it for sure i
0: think they might i think they might look they did it with demon souls i think they might do it oh uh, i'm but I hope they don't give it to blue
1: point though like blue point did my... a good job with the with the demon i like the demon souls remaster but if you compare demon souls like the atmosphere and aesthetic and art style of demon souls original to the to the remake it is
0: remakes a million times better Uh, yeah but art style the The graphics are better
1: the graphics are better for sure but the uh the the, the atmosphere of the original is a little bit more it's it's cooler it does look great i love the demon souls remake but i can see where fans of the original are coming from when they're like they kind of took some of the atmosphere out of some areas by making boletaria really bright and like, I'll literally fucking fight fans for this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can come across a bit, it's co- a bit, a bit contrarian, <laughs> and and uh, and you know. Yeah, you're all wrong,
0: except for when it's about. <coughs> if it was about an Assassin's Creed One remake, then yeah, you yeah, exactly. Be right. It's the same. Then it's the same right.
1: thing as that, basically. Like, imagine if, like, you know, yeah. you go to Acre and it's all colourful. Like, it'd be like, what are you doing? Yeah, if that happened.
0: Exactly. I don't think the Demon Souls remake is as bad as getting an AC One remake <laughs> wrong. I just don't. I <laughs> No, because think you can trust Bluepoint,
1: though. That's the thing. Bluepoint respect the source material a hell of a lot. If Ubisoft made a remake of Assassin's Creed 1, it would be a gotcha game with fucking yes. loot boxes. You go into the bureau, and there's a whole room dedicated to Altair opening loot boxes.
0: <laughs> Redder's in there. He's got his own shop yeah. in each
1: bureau. And you walk out, He's and Malik goes, Ah, Altair, I like your <laughs> new blade. It's good.
0: It's got yeah, flames it's, on that's it. That's why... And they'll they'll justify it by saying, "Well, technically, you've never seen the back of the bureau, like the camera angle." Just it never was, always you see yeah. Reda was always there. Redder was always there in canon. Yeah, yeah. You're wrong if you think uh, otherwise. Like yeah. you never saw it. How do you know? How do you know he wasn't there? And they'll he go was. like,
1: "Oh, what? You, you don't like this weird teleporting ability? <clears throat> Animus trickery, bro." It's yeah. just the Animus like, recreating. What? what Ultair is moving final? so fast that the Animus can't detect him. Alright? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, what do you mean? Yeah. No, technically, it's like you could do whatever you oh, want and then just say, oh, it was the Animus that did it, though. And that makes it okay. It does. It doesn't matter the fact that I have to play it. And it's also <laughs> yeah. like, it's like fucking completely like shit In, like, it's, yeah, it's so shit like it, they're like no 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 you don't understand like, the I animus did it shit. don't blame us the animus fucking it's did the, it bro uh, the animus is showing it as shit like the actual <laughs> thing that happened is actually really close to like the stuff you want from AC you just don't yeah. get to play that it's like just or read the, see the book,
1: because that gives you what you want from it
0: but the animus it came into the Ubisoft <laughs> yeah.
1: offices at night and it, de- it decoded the games differently than that we had meant it to happen
0: <laughs> and it put an in-game story like okay, it's fucking animus this Pessy animus. It's uh, fucking ruining our games. Oh my, God, oh, my God. The fucking argument that, like, nothing matters because, all oh, the animus did it, so technically that's not what happened. Like, oh, the... In Valhalla, the... Oh, no, 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 don't don't worry. The, the flashbacks to the Isu period, like in reality they're not actually frost giants like that's just Avon's brain the, yeah it's Avon's like, brain it's yeah like, so oh, the animus yeah, can't recreate that i get that. it the animus
1: can't recreate I get that it. and it also can't recreate uh, the dna in odyssey but it can do stuff that it didn't even happen okay and i see how it, it works. can
0: turn it can turn juno into a frost giant it look, can also have that it can create memories that didn't exist of biak looting tombs
1: but it can't <laughs> it can't fucking Oh, I don't even fucking... Know. I don't know why I'm getting angry about and, it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, look. And look, at the end of the day, that's fine. If that's the reason, I don't, it's not even a bad reason. But I still had to sit through two hours of Frost Giant Minerva. Yeah. It doesn't matter what reason there is. I still had to do that. And I, get to I still had to ride a Frost fucking Giant Minerva as well. I get across the fucking Bifrost that. Bridge. I, I still did that. I still did yeah.
1: those things. It's okay, because because uh, okay. animals you know yeah. it started Jesus off as a justification Christ. for things or an in in world reason and then it became an excuse
0: <clears throat> for things yeah. I think people people don't understand the criticism. <laughs> That, like, my issue isn't how it fits into law because you can come up with a million reasons why it fits into lore. My issue is that I have to play a shit game that's that true, I don't want to play. Because you could have, that's like, a side issue.
1: email in, like, one of the <laughs> old games. It's like, oh my god, I relived this crazy shit. It was, like, all Norse mythology and stuff. And that'd just be a cool little thing, you know, that's in an email somewhere. My issue is the fact that I now I don't want to play, play it. it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't want to play it. I want to play an Assassin's Creed game. <laughs> I don't like, even want to do I'd that ha-
1: now, to be honest.
0: You've ruined it. I don't <laughs> true, want to do no, true. No, I anymore. don't. I don't want to play an Assassin's <laughs> Creed game, actually. I'd rather do physically anything. but that. <laughs> I used
1: to want to do it. But I did so many years of playing this bollocks that I just can't do it oh anymore. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. <sighs> There's the obligatory complain um, about shit that doesn't matter a fucking section of the podcast. Uh, yeah, last making... Ronin. Oh, we've already talked about yeah, this it in real good. life. It looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. I need looks to see cool. some fucking yeah. gameplay
0: of it, though, you fuckers. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Need to see some gameplay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. All right. The actual topic that I had that I wanted to talk to you about was with regards to the Resident Evil remakes. Yes. Because I recently finished Resident Evil 4. Ooh. Yeah. And I thought it was fine. <gasps> and I know you like it a lot. Fine. Not, but you've you've not, not played, played though, re two or three. Right? No, I, no, I haven't. I've not played re two or three remakes. <clears throat> See, this is interesting because I like re four was just it, it was fine, um, yep. but I much prefer the style of game that re two is. I feel like it's just way more my sort of thing, and it what, just like the me because yeah, the remake. Okay, okay, yeah. Um, yeah like directly comparing the re2 remake to the re4 remake mm-hmm. um i went into re4 because i you know everyone's like this is the best one this is the best resident evil game so i went into it like okay yep. this is gonna be really good yep. and i came out the other end and i was like it just didn't do anything it's just me.
1: not scary
0: i mean that's true it is not it was, scary uh, re4 was never meant to be scary you can see that yeah in but the see way that's my issue is i'm like i feel like resident evil is supposed to be scary though so, why does everyone love this one after especially after re one two and three when four came out, why do people love it so much when it's nothing like the first well, three
1: four was the first one of the first third person shooter games ever that's why everyone loved r e four when it came out because it played so well
0: um but the is original it, is it it must be it must be a different audience right that like jumped in with re4 they can't like i'm sure there are people there's crossover but you would have thought the people that played re1 two and three and then played four probably didn't like it very much i don't know
1: it was pretty universally loved i, I believe so um and i i personally i think it's the best out of all the ones that i've played uh, seven is certainly scarier but it's
0: not as fun i prefer seven see, Se- I oh, seven's fucking form.
1: boring what do you mean I no but see
0: but see this is the thing right with seven what i loved about it so much is one the atmosphere and the the slow pace of it all like i love that i love the you know around any corner there could be something but to me resident then, evil
1: isn't slow
0: it's about being but, a cool agent and killing see that's infected. wild because that's not e- like i feel like that is was introduced in resident evil 4 and then they continued it, it with was, five yeah. and then six and everyone was like, this fucking sucks. And then they went back to their roots in Resident Evil 7. Mm. Which Where it is a real, little bit more I love based. seven. Seven's great. It, what, is, it like, is great. What I love, and it's it's in Resident Evil 7. It's to be fair to eight, it does blend the two like decently well. Like I don't love playing as Chris Redfield doing a bunch of like epic shooting and stuff. I just don't find that very fun. But yeah. like it's in RE2 and it's in R E three. Is I love the methodical mapping out of an area like in your mind and on the actual physical map of like figuring out okay this connects to here yeah finding shortcuts everything's interconnected you've got these really like in-depth puzzles of like figuring out exactly how you're supposed to complete a particular area like you come to this area like in this bell tower in re2 with these cogs and stuff and you're like okay i need to go get these different ones and slot them in place and like you have to figure it out and like all the while you've got the looming threat of this you know big boss bloke this ch- like following you around the map that could show up anywhere see I, I um, hate the idea of that I just it's, it's so incredibly impressive good. it's probably really good in practice to be fair um but it's so it's just so fun like it's it is so stressful but it's so fucking fun and I yeah. love that about Resident Evil 2 three mm-hmm. and then seven and bits of eight I just yeah. think it's so good and also, like the inventory management is so like you have to be so methodical with the things you pick up. And, like, making sure that you've, like, you know, you leave behind the right things and take the, you know, the things that will help you the most. And, mm. um, like, finding different parts of weapons that you then assemble together as well. Like, I didn't feel like Resident Evil 4 didn't have any of that. No, I had it the just merchant, felt like...
1: And upgrades for your weapons and stuff and attachments. It just felt
0: so much more <clears throat> basic and linear and just, It's more like, about thoughtless. The, I believe it's... Oh, thoughtless! <laughs> I don't know. It did, like, there was... It's more about the action, I suppose I if you do my like, way it. If
1: you don't like an action oriented survival horror game, you're not gonna like RE four. It's like Dead Space is very similar in that sense. That it's 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 about the fighting and the encounters you get into that makes it fun. The but Dead Space
0: also had the vibes too. Like Dead Space also I felt Well it like does have the horror. The... RE
1: four is not scary. It is never scary. No, it's not. Ever. It's not a single There's not a moment, single moment no. that scared me in that game. Well, no, the, the 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 fear factor from RE4 came from its difficulty for me. I found it... It was pretty damn... I don't know what difficulty you played on, but...
0: Just normal, I think. Just regular. It was,
1: one. it was... It was hard on my first playthrough. It was very hard, to the point where I died multiple times at the beginning of the game in certain areas, which rarely happens to me in games these days. Like, I'll normally you're pretty familiar with games that you just don't really die because it's like how am I going to fucking die, I know how video games work but RE4 really challenged me and I think this, the, the fear factor of that game comes from going into an area and being like fuck, there's more powerful enemies here there's so many Ganados how am I going to deal with this, how am I going to make sure my resources last me through this area to get to the next one, that's where the fear comes from, It's not from the it's not from the game being scary, it's from the game being
0: difficult yeah um, see i don't know i just to me i found that very tedious i like at the start i quite enjoyed the combat encounters and like doing your parries cool. and trying to be really efficient with it and stuff you're right is the cool yeah good yeah yeah, yeah good. sorry i just um, out
1: for a second there but it's back now okay yeah. cool
0: yeah i th- I think yeah i at the beginning i did enjoy like the combat encounters like trying to be just very efficient with how you string your moves together i was like, oh this is quite fun mm-hmm. But then around, like, the halfway point towards the end, I just got a bit tired of it. I was just like, uh... I just... Like, I don't know. I just don't... I'm not enjoying it that much. Like, it's quite easy. I felt like I was like doing a decent job my, my favorite part was the fucking pirate mini game with the where you shoot the the targets oh uh, yeah
1: your favorite part of re4 remake was the yeah. fucking shooting gallery yeah, fuck yeah, me yeah. not even any of the boss battles bit. like the krauser boss fight like the cool one where you're on top of that you know big tower and you wow. got like parry it just, him and stuff it just
0: didn't feel like see that's the thing like having the precedent of all the resident <clears throat> evils i played before like especially mm. re2 yeah like playing as leon again it just i was like this is just what am i pl- like what am i playing right now it just felt so weird the greatest resident it, evil game there is it just didn't feel like resident evil it just felt like this is just not what i want out of resident evil at all it i was love just, it like, they need to do more shit just like that didn't
1: do it one liners cheesiness Fuck. like Fuck i love it that. i think it's Fuck great it. There's nah. so many games these days that are just, you're in an old house, and you it's dark, and you got a gun.
0: No, but Resident mm. Evil does it the best, though. That's Does the it? Because
1: 7 isn't that good. Like, it's good. 7 is fucking great, but Resident Evil, 2. Like, two Resident Evil It's not. There's like two enemies in the entire the fucking game. It sucks. Like, from a combat perspective, Resident Evil 7 but, is but, bullshit. It's not,
0: but it's not a combat game. That's but the survival
1: thing. horror does have combat. You can't just ignore that part of the game. And that's what they but did it's in survival seven
0: survival horror, it's not combat horror. I'm
1: not saying it is, but there needs to be somewhat of a combat system. Oh granted, four four is a four is an action game. It's it is yeah, not it's it's an it is action, an action game, game with survival horror you know, DNA in
0: it. Um, Some of it, yeah, a little bit. I you guess. know, it's got the
1: it's got the resource management for sure. Like
0: that's definitely there. Um, Like, survival, I don't feel you need to have any sort of combat system other than shooting. Like, that's really, when you look at, like, the original Silent Hill or you look at Resident Evil 1, like, you got these fixed camera angles. It's really about puzzle solving, you know, efficiency of your inventory management. What about, like, Dead Space? That's got a crazy combat system. Yeah, I mean, it's like an evolution, maybe. But I also think Dead Space doesn't sacrifice the survival horror in favour of just going into combat. I feel like Dead Space is actually a really good balance between old Resident Evil and like RE4's style of Resident Evil. Dead Space is actually really uh, this really good in between there, I think.
1: But it's got the atmosphere. I think... But it's got like well it's got a few puzzles throughout the game, but most of your time in Dead Space <coughs> is spent killing Necromorphs.
0: True, it doesn't have the yeah it doesn't have the necessarily the in depth puzzles. I think I think I just love the methodical and like just thick atmosphere of like RE2 specifically. Like that's my favourite one. Re 2s atmosphere is just like the police station, for example. It does look pretty scary. And like, it's so fuck. Like, it just, it's it. I've never felt so stressed, but also the most like cathartic relief when you complete an area. It's just that that satisfaction drove me to play the other Resident Evil games. I'm like, I just want to play the rest because this has been such like the satisfaction of getting through an area just feels incredible. It's the same feeling I get from being a Dark Souls boss, honestly. And yeah you can I overcome didn't that, feel that in re 4 I'm surprised because yeah, I got I've... a hell of a lot of that in re4 like some of the areas in
1: re4 like in the lab on the island when you come across the uh the what are they called the fucking regenerators like that shit was scary yeah. that was probably one of the only parts in the game that was actually pretty scary with the regenerators See,
0: i just i just br- I, honestly I breezed my way through it like it just felt pretty easy I like felt like I was brute forcing my way through most of it like Maybe I didn't you should have picked a really higher difficulty Maybe, but also, like, on like, professional mode, be... I think the game really does shine. Um, I, I I just feel like, I mean, to me, difficulty was never like the thing that made me love it. I just, I think it, I mean, it, I guess it depends a lot of the times, like the one that you personally have a connection to, I guess. Mm, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because that's what you like, come I, to expect you know, from the series. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, I played RE2, I played <clears throat> RE3, I played 7, and I'm like, okay, this is... I love these games. This is so much fun. This is exactly, like, the type of game I like. And then I play RE4, and it's nothing like it. And I'm like, oh, it just so didn't do good, it for though. It's got so much charm. RE4 is fucking amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. I love I it. I just... I don't know. It's weird. I felt like Leon was a more complex character in RE2 as well. Like, I just felt like I liked him more. I had more going for him. He definitely is. No, that's um, something that other people
1: have commented on too.
0: I think in 4, they did a better job
1: of sort of fleshing him out in the remake but in RE4 original he is basically like quippy operator guy that's just really cool yeah um, I don't know I love RE4 I think it's great it's definitely not a scary game it's not really a traditional survival horror game but I had a super good time playing it you know, trying to figure out how to get through through the next area you know Cause I, I don't play an awful lot of survival horror games It was probably like you know I went from Dead Space and went straight to Resident Evil 4 remake <coughs> and before that i played like what re5 and RE bit of re7 um so it was incredibly hard for me like it was a tough game to, to play on my first playthrough um maybe that was what added to my satisfactory experience playing it because i'd, I'd struggle to get through an area you know there's a new enemy i got to deal with and that's that's put into the rotation of enemies that are thrown at you and stuff like that um there's some yeah, puzzles see, in that's there that's just
0: to me like I'm like, I can get why that would be fun, but then I'm just thinking about like, that's just not Resident Evil. Like, why would mm. I want a bunch of enemy variants where I got to do epic combats? Like, it just feels to me that's like not. But I thought Resident not Evil like was about always about Resident the Evil. mutations
1: and, and the virus and the different things that come out of that virus. I thought that's what it was about. Not, I mean, fucking doing puzzle I guess there is a lot of puzzles in Resident Evil. I don't know. That's there the thing.
0: Re one, two, and three are all. Quite similar from what i know of the, at least the originals yeah and then it feels like re4 was because the rest because the first three right were all on playstation one and then the and then yeah re4 was the first one that came out on ps2 and GameCube. yeah two. yeah
1: i think so i think the reason why re4 they is so to do loved is because re4 did for resident evil what re7 did for resident evil people were getting bored of that old formula of walking through a dingy you know, place with a fixed camera angle doing puzzles. That was becoming a tired concept at that point. So when RE4 came out in 2005 it was like, oh my god. Over the shoulder camera angles, more action, more focus on gunplay. People loved it for that reason, because they were getting tired of the old Resident Evil. Um, right. That's why it's remembered yeah, I mean, so well.
0: Yeah, I mean that's fair. I, I just think that I mean, if it wasn't for you yeah. it wasn't
1: for you and that's fine yeah. i think you're wrong just... objectively but <laughs> that's okay <laughs> but i mean my, i mean i think this speaks
0: to like you know what i like out of resident evil is that my favorite other than the pirate mini game, my favorite part of re4 was the fucking bit where you play as ashley and you're going around in the I dark like and you've got bit. the lantern and you're like trying to unlock all the doors to get yeah. to get to get back to leon that bit was i was like yeah okay this feels like resident evil yeah i like that bit i like to play this as um, actually i thought
1: it was cool um definitely not my favourite part of the game I mean (laughs) my favourite part of the game is probably the castle like that entire few chapters where you're in the castle uh, I think it's the best part of the game Um, I like the village too the island is on replays it gets a little bit boring to play through um, because Mm. the island is incredibly linear uh, whereas the castle has a little bit more you can do in it and you can do a bit of backtracking to do some of the merchant requests and stuff and yeah, that's, that's fun. Um, but yeah, no, I loved RE4. It's one of my favourite games this year that's come out. Uh, yeah. I mean, I played it like seven or eight times through. So, like, it was the only game I played for probably two months, I think. <laughs> that's wild.
0: <laughs> I really Honestly, loved it. I think, I think this definitely speaks to the... We, we have a lot in common when it comes to video games. Yeah. We like a lot of the similar things. But there are obviously things that we don't and i think this is like yep. one of the ob- most obvious cases well it's like, it's Elden like Ring re4 as well. is yeah well like re4 is such a you game it is And re2 is such a me game <laughs> like they're just they are literally like they that those games i feel like just define the differences between like the things that we value I yeah for like, sure in a lot of ways in games like th- that's how i felt when i finished re4 i was like i didn't i didn't, I didn't like this and i'm like i completely get why george did that yeah. this is well, such i love a george game. i fucking love combat yeah. and i have since i was it's a kid that, and it has quite a complex and, like, there's quite a lot of depth to how efficiently you navigate the combat. Like, you know, there's that room when you have, you went, like, with the, the pillars in it, and you've got the, the guys come out of you, and there's, like, five or six of them or something that come towards you. And there's, like, the clips that people have done where, I think you post Oh, is, yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Where you, like, is that where Ashley gets taken away for the first time? You,
1: oh, no, she's not been taken away from you, no. It's, no, uh, not quite. It's, not quite, it's yeah. when you first see... Uh, Salazar, right? And he talks to yeah, you, yeah, yeah. and then they come at you. Yeah. yeah, that room's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the water yeah, room, where like... you have to turn the valves and stuff. And there's like so many enemies oh, come yeah, at yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, the two Garrador room. These are all in the castle as well. It's probably why I love the castle so much. Like the two Garrador yeah. room, where there's two of the blind ones, and then there's like endlessly spawning enemies in that room. Like that was. Yeah. I hated it on my first playthrough. Like I died so many times, and I was thinking, I- I'm not going to be able to get past it. But that's one of my favorite encounters in the entire game now, just because it's so,
0: like, mechanical with how you have to deal with it. And there's so yeah. many different ways of am- approaching it. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I can appreciate that. I mean, it's yeah, like I like I said, I had I did find it satisfying to a point, but I think at a point it just got tedious for me, and I was just like, ah, yeah. it's whatever. Plus, you were Man,
1: expecting something but... more of, like, I, I know I'm going to play RE2, and I know it'll probably be a shock to me when I play it, because it's like, I'm going to feel so limited in what I can do, because you're not meant to feel powerful in that game like in re4 it's all about leon being better than everyone else like that's what you you feel strong playing it but i guess that's almost goes against what a survival horror game is because you're meant to feel on the back foot in a survival horror game that's why it's survival like the enemies aren't meant to be surviving from
0: you you're meant to be surviving against them yeah um yeah yeah. and that's what i love about re2 and i think like part of me when I, i remember when i streamed re2 for the first time I, can't, I feel like I said multiple points I was like if George streamed this I just know he'd be fucking mad Like furious <laughs> that this game exists Like I can imagine you getting to the top of the bell tower And seeing a missing cog And being like I can't believe I have to go back down And try and find it Yeah because like, I don't fucking like that shit <laughs> When I get to a I fucking door love it. I get to a door
1: I'm about it. to go through it It's like you need three separate keys That are in three parts oh, of the house It's, to my, get favorite. Through it. it's my favorite thing, like, oh. you need Three
0: separate keys I'm like oh this is gonna be a bitch <sighs> Yeah. And I love it. It's it because It's because I know <laughs> when I when I eventually <laughs> unlock that door, I'm going to feel like the biggest wave of relief. The thing it's going to be though, the most incredible feeling in the world. In
1: RE4, there's a moment where you have to collect the three heads at that section in the castle.
0: That bit's so easy. And
1: I loved it, though. I loved that because it's like...
0: But it's so easy. You don't even have to try. You just There's just three doors. You go in it and you go, oh, there it is. It's right there. Well, yeah,
1: but like... In the other
0: game, I don't think like, I, I, I feel I like, like it's hard. Map. Nah, but no, but the point, the point is like, as you're going through an area, you map it out and you know where each door is and each room is. Yeah, and I when don't you do come that. I can't things, do that. I play games oh, so incredibly stone it. so it's
1: like I'm not gonna remember this random <laughs> corner in the fucking dark room I'm walking through. I can't do oh, that. It's
0: so fun. Um, it's so fucking fun. But
1: yeah, I mean, like if the, if there's a nice variety of enemies, because obviously as you backtrack through the area. Um in this hypothetical situation where I have to collect three keys. If there's a good variety of enemies, yeah, it's fun. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But in like Resident Evil 7, it's like I just see the blob dudes again. oh, there's the blob guys again. There's an area that I've been to before, well, that's fun. It's like it's not fun to play. I'm just backtracking yeah, through an area and it the- doesn't feel like it's changed since I've been there because there's no but- new things there.
0: But the fun doesn't come from like shooting the enemies. The fun comes from like navigating and being like, oh, I'm I'm like efficient at this because I know there's a shortcut here and I can take that to avoid this enemy or something, and yeah. then you quickly get that door unlocked and you're like, okay, yes, I can progress. And, but why
1: would I choose like, to avoid the enemy you know, when it's just a blob, dude? I can just kill him. Easily. Because you
0: have to conserve your ammo for what? The next is- fucking blob, dude. But like boss fights and things like you might need it later on like that i mean like to be fair i think resident evil 2 does it a lot better yeah like you definitely feel the consequences of like when you use up too much ammo and you get to the next area and you're like shit i have nothing and yeah. i'm so out of my depth and you have to you know re-scavenge and start again and make sure you find all your stuff i think like i'd like re2 it would it would RE2 is so it fly. would
1: stress me out i know it would stress me out i probably have to it play it sober for just yeah, for that yeah, sheer fact because I'd, I'd be just like looking around walking around a big fucking dude would come and slam me in I'd be like fucking you know, hell this is horrible and scary Yeah, like um, that's the
0: thing as well with, with the safe rooms where you've got the typewriters it feels so re- like the relief when you go in well, one it is rooms. a safe like, room oh, it's like dude God. can't get to me in here yeah. I'm safe yeah it's like, especially if he's fucking chasing you, like the amount of times you open a door and Mr. Fucking Mr. X is right there, and you're like, "Oh Jesus fucking Christ!" You got to turn around oh, and leg it as quickly as you can. That scares me. See, that annoy me as and... a
1: completionist because it's like, I know there's a fuck ton of shit you have to do in RE2 to get the fucking platinum, and <sighs> God damn, trying to do the optional stuff while a dude is chasing me would fucking give me a heart attack to be
0: honest (laughs) yeah it's 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 definitely it's scary it'd be rewarding though i can see
1: how that'd be rewarding though because it's like i can't kill this guy i can't brute force my way through him physically can't i have to run away stun him, him but yeah
0: you know you, just so you can get away from him again he's always gonna be there somewhere like you never quite know where and you can hear the footsteps sometimes you're like oh. he's somewhere near me it's so good that is I really it. scary it's so fucking fine. yeah that's
1: that is cool it's it's
0: it's very good and like i mean re8 does does like some stuff with that like like village has some like very high highs and very low lows for like what i like out of a resident evil game yeah and you've got the castle is great and the little little house you go in with the dolls is really great oh, i heard that was pretty um, scary pretty creepy that's one of the best moments i think <coughs> out of all the games honestly mm. that whole segment is just really really good
1: re8 interests um, me yeah. it does i think it's got some of like the
0: it feels a lot like re4 Honestly, i was gonna like, say
1: yeah it's got it's like a, almost like a a mixture of re4 and re7
0: yeah, because it's got literally like you start off in a village and then you go into a castle. And yeah. like that's how I felt when I was playing. And there's a boat segment too. And I was Maybe like, it was a few fe- like when I was to playing, four. yeah, when I was playing four, I was like, this feels like village. I feel like I'm playing what like a precursor to village. It was so odd. It's like village, but if you're not playing um, as
1: a bitch and you're playing as an epic Chad, yeah, exactly.
0: Because you're still playing as Ethan and you're still not a strong boy. No, and um, Ethan's fucking so... boring. Nah, see, I love the story of RE7 and 8. I think it's genuinely really compelling.
1: Oh, my wife.
0: I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> and it's got that classic fucking thing that every movie does that has a dead
1: wife, where it's like <laughs> home video and she's laughing and it's all epic. Oh, it's I great. do like RE7, oh, RE7. I am shitting on RE7. Good, I do like it, but RE4 is RE7 better. was
0: great. The whole the whole boat sequence did, how, how far did you get through RE7? I got
1: to the bit where you killed the old woman just before you go and, oh no, right the second, uh, second That's a good fight. That's a fucking good section. I love that section. That is that also section. a good fight, yeah. And she's crawling around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was scary. Yeah. yeah. RE like, seven's really good I actually. proper scary I, and I, I like I the fight with game. the dude in the house with the axe and stuff that's also a really good fight and you got like get in the car and run him over and stuff oh yeah 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 that's like, good. it's a good yeah. fight and it doesn't tell you how to do it it doesn't you know you have to figure it out for yourself and it's fun and yeah. rewarding doing that and stuff I I i'd say like honestly that. my only my only issue with re7 is is the enemy types there is just nothing to them and I guess well, that's I guess that from what I expect from RE uh, Resident right. Evil. I played RE4 and I played I played RE uh, RE5, and that RE5 was my first one, so I expected that from Resident Evil, um, because it's very yeah. RE5 is kind of cheesy and kind of like action is very action oriented. Um, yeah, so I suppose that's what I came to expect from Resident Evil. And so when I played RE4, I was like, this is Resident Evil. When I played RE7, I was like i don't know what this is it feels like outlast oh man
0: the section after the woman in re7 is really good with the too. junkie I really dude like that section like the yeah. brother yeah lucas i think his name is yeah that i literally right there when
1: great i last played it i'd got you have to collect like what is it two or three key cards to get into his hut thing
0: to yeah, get to like him like two little like yeah, it's it like a blue and a
1: red key card, I think. I think when I last played yeah, yeah, it, I yeah. just collected those and was about to go into his area and just stop playing it, because uh, I was streaming it and I just couldn't be bothered to stream it again. I reckon I would have finished if if I was. I, I, I'll probably go back and play RE7, start a new playthrough, and I'd probably love it. Um, but it's, it's RE4 to me is—I don't think that's going to be topped.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. It's yeah, it's much more of a thing. I'm, I think you probably like so yeah it makes sense
1: different strokes for different blokes as they say
0: yeah that's how it is that's how it is I reckon
1: you you probably like Dead Space m- more than RE4 to yeah, be I honest because it, it is actually scary I like scary. Dead
0: Space I liked it when I played it. I just never finished it I need to go back and finish it I'll probably do it off stream probably just finish yeah, it yeah it it's a banger. it's a fucking quite, quite, quite.
1: well yeah of course yeah it's a whole other thing but yeah Dead Space is a fucking yeah. masterpiece the remake was perfect it was amazing and I actually mm-hmm. hope they do a remake of Dead Space Two as well, because I just the old games they do hold up incredibly well. Like uh, Dead Space One still holds up really well to this day. I watched some gameplay mm-hmm. of it like around the time I was playing uh, Dead Space One. Like it holds up well, but mm-hmm. the, the the remakes atmosphere is fucking unparalleled. It's just genuinely really scary, and like the whole yep. uh, what's it called? Like they had this new system, the Intensity Director in dead space remake so it's like if you're backtracking to all areas instead of them being completely empty you can get jumped at any point by necromorphs and they're randomly scripted so you can't predict when it's going to happen so that that feeling of intensity good, yeah. remains throughout the entire game no matter whether you're backtracking or, or you know going to a new area or doing the few side yeah. missions that are in the game it's, it's, it's a masterpiece yeah. i need to finish my video on that at some point because I, I am going to finish oh my it God i will finish it i know i said a few podcasts ago i'm gonna can (laughs) it but i was thinking about i think it's because i played dead space so much that i was sick of it um i did about four playthroughs on it and i was like i just of bothered um yeah but now looking back on it i'm like fuck that was a masterpiece i need to talk about it and finish my script um but yeah yeah that's the there you go the re4 (laughs) section yeah re4 versus RE2 it's another hot take from James he didn't like God of War Ragnarok didn't like RE4
0: what next he didn't like Elden Ring not liking liking God of War Ragnarok (laughs) is the most fucking vanilla take these days everyone's agreeing with me now that didn't agree with me before everyone was like oh you're fucking wrong to be fair I'm having I'm having my Tyler moment where I where he said Valhalla was bad and (laughs) we were all fucking coping so hard and then we all turned around like like, everyone fucking is with me now that God of War Ragnarok wasn't that good? Like even fucking Eddie uh, the other day put out a fucking tweet where he was like quote tweeting a thing Where he was fucking talking about how there was you know Yeah, but did you read it? The reasons he put are not the reasons. That yeah, of I know yeah, is they were, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah they He were wanted bad, to they see more, reasons, reasons, so yeah, yeah. Reason, more of Faye for some reason and he wanted to learn He
1: did the thing where he was like we didn't yeah, learn how fucking Kratos got to fucking got to fucking No, oh, uh, shut up uh, Hey man, <laughs> we that's don't need the that. point that's the fucking point! Yes! Uh, <laughs> if you told us how, the first game would have less impact. It's eat a dick yeah. and cope. Uh, <laughs> oh, God.
0: <laughs> eat a dick. Eat a dick and cope. Oh, my God. But obviously,
1: Eddie likes God of War for different reasons. As, to, as Well, yeah, there's probably an overlap, yeah. but there's some reasons why Eddie likes People, it that maybe I wouldn't think of.
0: He know. just loves gobbling up lore. He loves he gobbling up He does like Wiki the lore,
1: entry, and so he, he, he likes the, the, you know, the... I suppose it's almost like the the reason why people liked God of War like the originals like the epic god fights and the, the mythology and yeah. stuff whereas 18 is a little bit lighter on that which is what thinks I think it sort of it works well for that game. Uh, there's yeah. a lot of mythology in there obviously a lot of fighting but it's less grandiose than than the older it's ones. It's a bit
0: like God of War like <clears throat> the original trilogy is almost like a theme park of Greek mythology. Yeah. Whereas yeah. whereas I think 2018 is a bit more like a safari, yeah. If that makes sense, so I see like, what you mean. Just... It's almost like
1: a, it's a stroll through Greek myth, not not Greek mythology, Norse mythology. It's like yeah. it's there. You're in. It's this out world, the window, but you, but you don't
0: you don't touch it. The like, destination isn't there. the mythology.
1: The destination is Kratos and Atreus's story. Yeah, um, the
0: mythology is a backdrop for what is the actual point yeah, of the game, which exactly. is Kratos and Atreus. Which yeah.
1: is why it works so good. Whereas Ragnarok goes back to the whole. The mythology is the story, and it's like, yeah,
0: but with, but with yeah. the same gameplay structure as 2018. Yeah. So it's just this weird, like, it's just at odds with itself. With it the just whole becomes
1: thing. boring. I never yeah, want to see fucking like, Vanheim again. Oh Jesus! I God. never want to see it again.
0: If I have to run across the crater plains
1: again, I'm gonna gut <sighs> oh. myself. Or like run across the entire fucking map to find a uh, fucking skull and hattie place where i can turn it to night and day it's like they're not oh my god i had to fucking i had to like stop what i was doing and Go. oh it needs to be nighttime okay time to run back 10 minutes to fucking turn it back to nighttime again yeah Ugh.
0: oh jesus christ god of war ragnarok
1: fucking hell jesus right yeah christ. but is that
0: it? that's the topics right those are the topics we do have patreon topics though oh, right? i just want to do them next Rich.
1: episode I can't fucking be bothered. I
0: just... I feel like we haven't done it in so long. I feel like I need to grant the people <laughs> no. their topics. They're paying me it's money. It's nine o'clock. I, I don't have the time. I know. I know, I know, I know. I also haven't eaten, and I'm really fucking hungry. Look. Um, do you know what, what i do? not put
1: Don't put a request out this week, and we'll just do them next week.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't put a request out most weeks. Oh, okay. Because I forget. Um, okay, yeah, no, look, it's fine. Yeah, okay, we'll do it next. But what I will do is I want to read you something. Okay, okay. Which was um left on the clubhouse podcast but tyler literally got up and left while i was reading it and (laughs) it's um it's it's obviously for you and me (laughs) and not for tyler um and I, I need to read it to you because it's okay. the next, it's, it's the, it's next, the next episode. in the um, fucking breakfast Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the next episode in the Avengers of the Flapjack Falcon. Um, I can see why Tyler <laughs> didn't like it. Tyler, I literally finished it and I was like, what'd you think, Tyler? And there was just silence. <laughs> I was like, he fucking left. God's sake, I read the whole fucking thing. I, also, I loved it too. It was just oh, really God. good. Alright. okay. Here we go. Um... Yes. All right, here we go. This is the next episode of the Flapjack Falcon. In the aftermath of the epic sausage sprint and my triumph over the Bacon Baron, the (laughs) breakfast world was abuzz with excitement and curiosity about what culinary escapade the Flapjack Falcon would tackle next. The Breakfast Olympics Committee, always eager to push the boundaries of breakfast sports, announced an unprecedented challenge, the the Grand Gastronomic Gala. The gala would feature a series of gastronomic challenges, testing not only flipping skills, but also creativity, speed, and the ability to concoct the most outrageous breakfast fusion dishes. (laughs) It was a chance for breakfast enthusiasts from all corners of the world to showcase their culinary genius and win the title of the ultimate breakfast maestro. The competitors gathered in a grand pancake-shaped stadium, each with a unique specialty. Omelette artists, waffle warriors, (laughs) cereal conjurers, and more. The crowd was... was (laughs) An eclectic Cereal mix of cheering bagels, <laughs> cheering bagels, toast slices, <laughs> <laughs> <Toast> slices <laughs> were waving miniature flags, and an orchestra of forks tapping. Wait, in so it's canon
1: now in this universe that the crowd is, is all breakfast
0: items? I didn't know that was yes, a thing. Yes. Okay. Okay. And utensils. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, as the first challenge was unveiled, the fluffy flapjack fusion, I knew I had to bring my A game. The goal was to create a pancake masterpiece that fused the essence of various breakfast delicacies into one mouth-watering creation Mm. i flipped flipped and flipped some more trying out daring combinations like pancake stuffed croissants pancake tacos and even sushi pancake rolls but as i experimented with increasingly eccentric pancake creations a newcomer caught my attention the omelette orchestrator (laughs) (laughs) This culinary prodigy was transforming (laughs) omelettes into works of art, weaving intricate patterns and flavors with every fold. As the gala progressed, each competitor showcased their culinary prowess in a series of deliciously eccentric events, from from the bagel balancing act to the cereal slalom. The competition was fierce and full of surprises. I formed unlikely alliances with some of the other breakfast champions, swapping pancake secrets with the Waffle Warriors and sharing syrupy tales with the Bacon Baron. The (laughs) the (laughs) Bacon Baron, he's come back! His cameo. Yes! (laughs) As the tension built towards the final event, the Great Breakfast Bake Off, I couldn't shake the feeling that there was more to the omelette orchestrator than met the eye. Mm. They seemed to have an uncanny ability to anticipate other competitors' moves, and their creativity knew no bounds. The grand gastronomic gala reached its climax, with the competitors vying for the title of the ultimate breakfast maestro. However, just as I was about to unveil my most daring pancake fusion dish yet, an unexpected twist emerged. Someone sabotaged the pancake batter supply. In a breakfast drama worthy of a Hollywood film, the flour was missing. <laughs> and the crowd gasped in shock. Everyone looked around, trying to decipher who could be behind this foul play. My eyes locked with the Omelette orchestrator, and a mysterious smile played on their lips. He's not
1: playing a dirty breakfast game, is he? I know. I don't like this. What the fuck? The
0: Breakfast Olympics Committee announced that they would investigate the sabotage, but they also revealed the final challenge, the Ultimate Breakfast Showdown. It would be a collaborative competition where each competitor paired up with another to create a breakfast masterpiece together. The twist the pairs would be chosen at random and they'd have to set aside any rivalries to work together harmoniously. Oh, I see where this As is going. He- I know. As we headed <laughs> into the final part of the story with the ultimate breakfast showdown on the horizon, questions lingered in the air Who was behind the sabotage and what was their true motive? Could I put aside my suspicion, team up with the enigmatic omelette orchestrator? And most importantly, how would how would this wild breakfast journey culminate in the grand finale of the grand gastronomic gala? <laughs> the stage was set for the thrilling conclusion of the Flapjack Falcons' breakfast adventures. Oh well, I hope you enjoyed the, enjoyed my breakfast themed adventures, and I can't wait for this clubhouse. But that was obviously not that's not relevant to us right now. <laughs> um. Thanks, uh, Epic Alric, for your wait, dream. wait, wait. Um, where's the conclusion? Has he not done it yet? It's not yet. No, no, not yet. Okay. Not that's going to be the last breakfast breakfast based i don't think he's done it on oh yeah 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 yeah. so he had to basically he had to pull he's yeah he has left a comment epic Alaric has left a new a new comment on the next one but he said he's had to pause the flapjack falcon storyline for now to tell a story about how he nearly took molly by accident okay okay Um, (laughs) and and i guess that was for clubhouse uh what the the molly story no 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 this this was for horsey and fox Ah,
1: okay and we're gonna read that now we'll no, to do that next
0: episode. We'll do, we'll do them next episode yeah. I apologize everyone. Look, <laughs> there's there's a cliffhanger in, there for, for you. Longer, but we'll we'll next time we it will be a streamlined episode where hopefully we'll only have a few minor topics then the patreon topics and then we can do the fuck down the fox yeah
1: yeah that that works for me i was gonna say yeah we'll save we'll save these articles i've got for next episode um so next episode they're pretty funny as well
0: patreon topics (laughs) down the foxhole oh it's gonna be stacked if there's some stuff going on it's gonna be stacked and
1: we're not gonna be talking about half of it is probably gonna be not even talking about video games that's when you know it's a good episode. <laughs> that's when you know it's a good episode. <laughs> yeah. Fuck
0: yeah! Yeah, boy. Episode. Nice. What episode was this? Thirteen. Right. Episode fourteen to be really a fucking banger. Thirteen. It's an unlucky yes. number. Oh my god! Kingdom Hearts number. That's true. The Keyblade. Oh. Yeah, we're gonna forge the Keyblade this episode. We
1: are. The end of this episode. Stay tuned. It will be forged, so... It will be. Don't leave
0: don't leave. I've got the Jungle Skog right here as well.
1: He's been present for the entire oh. episode in the background.
0: I'll... Well, I also have a Jungle Skog.
1: I've got I'm it. I'm like holding it. him like my child.
0: Here's yeah, my Jungle Skog. I've got him
1: here.
0: Is. <laughs> so, uh, there we go. you got to love um, them. They're so lovely. They are. They're very big.
1: They're just so pleasant. right great look at they
0: are they look they're just very lovely like they just they bring a room together they serve as an extra pillow
1: as well i use it as a fifth pillow it's great yeah
0: he's a good he's a good fella he's but good uh but yeah that's it episode 13 of the horsey and fox podcast hope you enjoyed the, your lesson today fellas folks ladies and gentlemen yeah it's been and a good we'll time two weeks for episode 14 where we'll do all these topics that we said about yeah that will be hey. fun very very cool i cannot um, wait and we'll probably get another update on george's sonic video yes and we'll you will. see how it's coming along and it'll be great hopefully by that um, point i would have
1: edited the intro because that's always the most uh, difficult hopefully. part because um, yeah. i don't have fucking gameplay for the shit i'm talking about so i have to rob it from youtube but um yeah, yeah. hopefully i'll be yeah, well into production with that ne- uh, next time
0: <coughs> yeah for sure for sure and oh and also to give an update on where i'm at i mean i know i talk about it on jazz lounge and i always post stuff on patreon but for people might as Patriot, well plug it here um i am i'm working on actually a few things i've got my obviously i'm working on my red dead redemption 2 video which uh i'm still playing through red dead redemption 2 so i don't know when that's going to come out it might be later than i expected but yeah. that'll be a pretty big one um, but until then, I've got a few more little minor things I've got planned. I'm going to drop the bolt video at some point. Yay, month, hopefully. Finally, finally, uh, oh, damn. Um, um, For for all the YouTube gamers, uh, that's a fun one. Um, but I also have like a few other topics. I I wanted to try doing videos where I talk about a topic, like a focus, and then use several games, you know, as examples. I've seen ah, a few yeah. videos where people do that, and I'm like i like that structure and i want to try doing because i did it with my starfield video yeah um and that was really fun so i was like i want to do a little bit more of that it's like um, my boy jacob got, geller yeah exactly people like that um which i just like that I vibe i think that. it's fun and i thought yeah it's good i thought I, i'd give it a go i got some i got some fun ones i want to do one on uh open world games that aren't open worlds because i think that well like, be like ac1 a fun and like mafia 2. yeah like yeah like an ac1 mafia 2 yeah yeah uh, la noir yeah sort of Thing. yeah that um, is cool that sounds a cool like a cool concept fun fun concept but also there's another one i'm working on where i'm like i'm in the process of like reading uh like studies on these on stuff because i want like to be able to quote like actual like scientific stuff yeah like but, sources um yeah and it's on this concept that i felt when i was playing through tunic which was like this this feeling of like being super it's not like nostalgia it's like be, feeling genuinely familiar with something even though it's completely like unfamiliar to yeah,
1: you yeah yeah
0: um, that's really cool and I've cool. found like some things that are like play into that and I found, I've found I've thought about some other games that do convey similar feelings and I can back that up with the stuff that I'm sort of researching I think that's gonna be a so fun that sounds video, sweet yeah I that, that sounds that really out. good yeah I think that'll be a pretty <clears throat> fun one pretty good idea but that's For what sure. I'm working on currently so nice there's that there's but our stuff that's it laid out on the wonderful. table wonderful it's there for you we put it on the table we've slapped it down you can take it or leave it yeah. we've um,
1: slammed it down it's caused the table to shake and all the items on the table are rupturing that's how yeah. hard we slammed it down
0: it's truly it's a rough time really honestly for the table. <laughs> that's true it. yeah um, it's crazy <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, that's it for this episode we'll see you all in two weeks have a good one um and don't take molly by accident yeah um and don't while we're going go into
1: a 30 year old's house and cuck her husband because yeah, you your mates will hate up. you for it for some reason i don't really know why yeah, but... yeah. <laughs> mates or, you'll lose all your friends if you do that
0: um for some reason <laughs> oh god <laughs> anyway that's it we'll see you soon <clears throat> catch you later everybody see you bye! later folks bye